Wondrous Realms Podcast Group presents The World of Esther Season 2 Hosted by Tyler Butler Featuring Greg Hall, Sierra Rakes, Nick Grasser, Regan Street, and Mike Teabing episode of The World of Esther! Ah! I am Tyler Butler, your host, dungeon master, podcast director, etc., etc. I'm here with my very good friends today for another night of adventure and trauma. We have Mike Teaberry. We have Nick Grasser. We have Sierra Rates. We have Greg Hall. Gluten frog. Gluten frog. <laughs> and we have Regan Street. Hi. Uh, I think that's the first time Regan's actually been able to say something that's not, I don't even know what to say in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to be the last one to go, man. Uh, start with Regan Okay, next but time. I what did you fuck? first last time, yeah. and you're like, uh. I, I don't I'm like being first not. either. Oh, pick a side, Regan. I'd rather be last, it's fine. <laughs> Well, with all that out of the way, let's dive into the... You Anyway, with that currently out of the way, let's dive into another episode of The World of Esther. So, when last we left off, our heroes were in... They were not in the jungle, per se, but rather underneath the jungle. They had gone down a mysterious cavern to investigate the strange god that lies underneath and who is controlling the water. Australia. <laughs> I'm going to strike one. How many strikes do I get? You get three. It's baseball. And I'm up to I bat, remember? Oh, God. <laughs> when, when did you get the... Tyler's <laughs> got a gun. <laughs> it's been have? here the whole time. <laughs> when you have a gun. <laughs> no! <laughs> it's not a real gun. It is a Nerf Blaster that I'm keeping just in case people get a little too... Whoopy. Anyway. <laughs> Jack Craig. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um... We were underground. Our heroes met uh, a warforged wizard named Tome. They also encountered an Abalath, which was um, a giant Cthulian fish monster, and some mind flayers, which they easily electrocuted thanks to Sunny, blew up the entire cavern. And we're able to fix the water situation. I'm just waiting for Sonny to inevitably become the actual BBEG. Because <laughs> <laughs> some people she already may be. I, she has literally killed like 90% of the enemies in this entire campaign. Yeah. I killed one, what you call Good it. for her. So are you comparing her to the Scarlet Witch? 
Good for her. <laughs> to see her killing a bunch of things and you're like, yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> it's trauma. It's okay. So, Stoltis was able to... lost her way to becoming like the top like, crime lord in <laughs> Esther. Taking over fucking Killing Zanathar all of them and, and then being like, okay, now if everybody just pays me in cinnamon rolls, you all she's get gonna, to live. She's gonna find like bags of sugar or flour and cuts it's it like, open like, like a bag of coke and she's like, this is not quality flour. Like how the, the fuck am I supposed to make my products? Like been adultery with fucking alum and god knows what else. Plaster of Paris? What do I pay you people for? Zap! Like the, the, <laughs> the mob just, you know, has like retainers and stuff. It's like if you, you pay for their protection and then if you don't pay, well, you won't be protected from them. So. <laughs> Sonny's just going to be like that with cinnamon rolls. Yeah. <clears throat> and we'll be right back because that's the pizza. And we're back. Thank you for holding. So, where were we in the middle of the recap? We had defeated Diabolus. Stoltis made a quick escape. They went back to talk to the Snake King, and the Snake King was like, Great! That's wonderful, and we've decided not to sacrifice people. Oh, and Blaze Riel popped in uh, last minute as well, and that was really awesome. But fast forward after that, Snake King is like, Yes! We've stopped sacrificing people. We're letting the hostages go. And we will certainly spread the seeds of your acorn fellow. Which I shall um, fully describe. The seed is not like an acorn. It looks sort of like a milkweed pod. What the fuck does that look like? Yeah, it's big. It's kind of green. What's it's that? not necessarily a banana, but it's, you, you know... You can keep going. <laughs> Is it like a collection of different seeds, or is it like going to be another like acorn like species tree? That is uh, a good question to ask. And How the fuck do you just know what that looks like off the top of your head? Because I've received milkweed pods in the past to grow uh, milkweed plants for butterfly gardens. That's what I actually look like. do know what that looks like. Yeah, okay. kind of looks like a vagina. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, tell me this doesn't look like a vagina. That's strike two! That's offensive. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Alright, right, I'll be careful where I point the thing, okay? Raising. <laughs> you deserve that! That's great! We've been recording for like a total of five minutes. And already shots have been fired. Anywho, <laughs> uh, the Snake King is agreeable to that. Um, you escort the hostages out of the jungle, and everybody's like really excited. And then you lay the news that you want the town of Bastille and the nation of Bastille to come to a peace accord with the Snake people, and the mayor's like, "No." And Are you kidding scary. me? And you were scary. And he said, "Okay, well, but we'll we'll pin that elsewhere for now." But you know, the emperor is ready to see you. Da, 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 da. So <clears throat> that is where we shall start off. Um, you are being escorted back to the resort. People all around you are jubilant and happy to see their families again. There are a lot of uh, hugs being shared, tears being uh, shed. 
you know, it's a very happy, momentous occasion, if not for failed peace talks with the mayor currently, who is slowly escorting you over to the resort, looking both nervous and flustered. I'd say it's probably pretty similar for Stoltus, too. Like, he's very much so trying to keep his composure, but, like, I mean, he's equally anxious and scared of what he's going to find when he actually reaches Victor after so long of, you know, being like, I'm going to go kill this bitch. Yeah, I was going to, I was actually going to say that, um, Blade would be like, the Emperor's here? Victor? Yes, sir. Uh, I see you've acquired a new member to your party, it seems. He's visibly fuming. We have two new. Two new. And he acknowledges, you know, Tome. He says, at your service, fellow civilian. <laughs> and the mayor just nods like, right, okay. Okay. He says, uh, We're so well persuasive in our endeavors to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can talk it out with Victor. Hmm. Hmm. We shall hey, see. At least, at least he doesn't have like a giant wanted sign. That's true. It's true. Oh, oh yeah, we're wanted people. for a lot of money. Yeah. I'm not. I am. I am. I signed my wanted posters. Are <laughs> <laughs> you? Boys Real did have a wanted poster. Yes, yeah, it did. Yeah. I think it's just me and Tom. You're all wanted men, save for Tom, Vizilka, and uh, you. And Vizilka is looking, you know. But Vizilka looks like me. That's true. So. Oh yeah, I'm worth a hundred gold piece or a thousand gold pieces. That number may have changed. Yeah, Acorn was five hundred. Casvis was five hundred. Sunny is five hundred. Acorn is five hundred. And you're 500. I was going to say, why'd you list everybody except me? That's rude. Getting to you. May only 500? That's a lot of money. We do not understand how much (laughs) money that is because Tyler gave us too much money and broke the economy. No, it was. (laughs) Tyler gave us so much money that we didn't. We don't even go to stores looking to buy cool things that we could spend it on. We're just like, I'm going to give this bartender. Oh, I don't know. What's the rate for your, you know, a meal here? Oh, that'll be four copper. Okay, have fifty gold. <laughs> now it's interesting to me now looking back at it because Saltus, like his wanted poster specifically said, uh, wanted for crimes against the Victorian Empire for a thousand gold pieces. But Sanjira was also wanted for a thousand gold pieces, and it specifically said wanted for questioning. And yeah. now that we know that Sanjiro had some kind of place in Barovia, and. You know, Victor kind of worked with Strahd a little bit in that regard. I'm wondering well, if that... he had he had a past with Githany, and also that's true. Also, he all of his factors. I felt like Victor wanted him also to like basically try to figure out how to make his clones better. Mm-hmm. And Tyler's like, "Yep, that's totally it. Don't totally you know <coughs> accidental." And now we have to worry about little Victor Junior. Okay. Yeah, who he works for now. And he has the fucking hand and eye of Ecta. I know, I don't like that. Yes, I do. Not you. The, well, the Vector has the... Ve- Ve- Vector, that's right. Oh, oh yeah. Working Vector. for Vector. Vector, as in... <laughs> Vector! A combination of Vecna and Victor. 
and we still have buttons. If that ever happens, <laughs> we'll see. Anywho. Any yes. Oh, and a brief, brief. No, I'll let I'll 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 let you get to that later. No worries. What? Nothing. Okay. No worries. No Tyler, worries. That's what? I I am overthinking. No. I am overthinking. What the fuck? It's about your rank and how you said it, but I'm just going to leave that as that. He's a peasant. No. <laughs> just something more specific, but Peasantry it's not my... first class at your service. <laughs> Anywho, you are walking through town. The resort is uh, approaching. Uh, Tome uh, chimes in and says... <clears throat> he chimes in. <laughs> Wait, how would you... Never mind. You know, and then he has a ring and then he says something. Like a little bell, like, hello. He, he uh, yes, he chimes in and says, um, <laughs> he says to everyone, he says out loud to nobody in particular, it will be interesting to finally meet his majesty. I was not formally introduced to him when I was rechristened. From what I understand, he's not. Y'all know that meme? With the guy holding the gun crying. <laughs> <laughs> Be at home right now. <laughs> what do you mean, Kristen? When I was reactivated and brought into the Victorian fold, I was redesignated as a unit of the Victorian Empire rather than mm -hmm. being just a. I would like to cast heat metal! <laughs> Well, you, you know that he has, like, a Victorian insignia yeah. painted on him. He's like, yeah, but he's, he my served. Rule no technology in this pack. <laughs> he's like, is it really violence against a living thing if it's a robot? Oh, my God. But what makes it oh. I was going to say, uh, Blade Runner intensified. <laughs> do, do robots yeah. free robot trying to shoot? Yeah. Or do Android, sorry. Cue the Van Gallus soundtrack. <laughs> Did you not realize that the soundtrack of Blade Runner was uh, composed by a name named Vangelis? Why the fuck would I know that? <laughs> because it's an awesome soundtrack! It is, but I don't just go looking up random composer names. Well, unless it's fucking Phil Collins. Or John Williams. Okay, also accepted. How are you know Neither of them are random. They're actually pretty standard household names. Pretty much, yeah! <laughs> I mean... What about Booty Dip? What? What? Did I hear that right? Yes, please continue. Um, I did not hear anything. Yes. Going? I don't know how to pronounce that. Tome or Vangelis? No, I'm sorry. The, the, I looked back to what you said. Oh, Scion. That's it. Why are we talking about this? He's a cat. Anyway. Anywho. Um... So, Tome says that. And we're all like, you're on thin fucking ice, buddy. I didn't even want to take them with us to begin with. I know. He actually uh, looks to Vasilka and says, hey, Excuse me, could you wind me up, please? My movement and thought is running low. I think my action is good for at least another hour. And she says, Certainly. And she... Strike one. Thank you. I'm gonna need that later. Oh my god, this is a MMA fight. 
He needs like a punch card where it's like every so many punches. We congratulations! We throw him in. We just throw him like a cheap dildo and say, "Congratulations, you dick." Jokes on you! I'm into that shit. I thought you were going to tell him to go fuck himself, but yeah. <laughs> uh, missed opportunity. Anyway, um, so Tom gets wound up. Stop it. I wasn't gonna say anything this time. I'm glad. Good, because that would have been so little of me that I would do it a second time. I don't want to hear it, Mister Whip It Out. He would absolutely strike do it two. A second time. <laughs> so, Tom is wound up. You are entering inside the uh, hotel lobby, and a contingent of uh, guards approach you. They look to all of you and say, if you have any weapons or any harmful objects on you, we humbly request that you turn them into us immediately. Oh, like hell. I'm going to pull all my trident. No. no. I don't like people taking my weapons. Are we at the embassy? Yeah, you're at the hotel embassy lobby. <coughs> we kindly ask that you hand over your weapons. Are these guys armed? Yes. So what's to say you're not going to stab me in the back yourself? We have orders from His Majesty himself that you are to be unharmed. Okay, then there shouldn't be any reason for you to fear my blade then. <laughs> there is every reason to fear your blade. You are n many members of your body are known enemies of His Majesty. To receive an audience and still have that status is an acceptable honor. We humbly ask for the safety of His Majesty and all persons. Hand over your weapons quietly. Fuck His Honor. I will hand over my rapier, but I'm not handing over my instruments. They're not weapons. Fair enough. You would ask a war veteran. <laughs> you would ask a war veteran to give up the aid of his walking stick. Because technically I it's not a lie. I mean, he I told you to take their one. <laughs> it's just a stick. It's the stick. <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. Sure. It's just your staff. It's just my staff. I'll hand over my sword. All right, you <laughs> hand over the hand over the sword. Can I? <laughs> well, of course, if you need. I can tell he's being a bad stick. liar. Can I try to like stealthily trip him up a bit so he looks like he's? Yes, please. I am leaning over to hand over my sword and totally <laughs> I just, like. Like totally beefs it. <laughs> I will <laughs> try to make the lie more believable. <laughs> I will allow it. Make a sleight of hand check. <laughs> Oh, here. Well, it's a 19, oh, and I get a shit ton of pluses, so... Oh. <laughs> She's just like, that's for Barovia, bitch! <laughs> I'm just like, sorry! <laughs> um, Unnatural 23. 
all of a sudden, as Stoltus is handing over his sword and talking about the walking stick and trying to convince him, uh, Stoltus, you're able to, like, very quickly and lightly, almost like a Tai Lee sort of uh, puncture sort of th move, mm -hmm. and cause him to trip over, and the guard actually <clears throat> grabs you, Stoltus, and says, Oh, yes, of course, uh, please, if you're that off balance, sir. It's, I thank you. May I ask, what... War did you serve in? <laughs> there was a battle over. Oh wait, where was it? Was it Dunic Isles? Oh, wasn't it on Ryan or not Ryan? So um, it was where you're from. I thought. Did uh, Constantinople Blue? Yeah, wasn't that where it was? Where did I end up on Shadow the Ship? Wasn't that the Dunic Isles? That was the Dunic Isles, and yeah. then there was a battle just outside of it, and then there was also the ground battle on Rhinestone. But those are so long ago. 50 years. Mm -hmm. I was caught up in an explosion in Rhinestall a long time ago. Oh no. One of the guards kind of looks towards you, but then gets back into single file. Uh oh. And uh, they Don't say. Don't they know who he is? <clears throat> I don't know that he's out of time. They, they just know, know he's... rumors. And they know what he's We'll see. Like. We'll get to that. Oh, no! We'll get to that. He says, Victor I am I am sorry. I had no idea. And, uh... I was young and foolish. Now he's old and foolish. This head guard kind of looks at you and says, <clears throat> I see. Is that everybody's weapons, then? Would you believe me if I said this is a walking stick? <laughs> no, sir, I would not believe that is a walking stick. That's a trident. <clears throat> Kindly hand it over. It will would be returned to you. The axe. He looks again. You two. Kindly turn in your weapons. I will not say this again. Fine, I'm going to give it, but I'm keeping Hans. <laughs> what is the floor made of? Floor is made... <laughs> Uh, yes, the it is a it is a fine cut marble. Damn. Why? Oh, if it was wood, I was I was gonna stick my axe into the ground right near his feet. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna. Why do you don't have it. Yeah, you she's like these hands are rated E for everyone. <laughs> you go to try to drop it. That's just a toy. You give the flex that you want to drop it, but. Remember, your axe is cursed. I know. So you're not going to be able to let go. And the soldier just looks at this display and says... Wait, does he have to be holding it all of the time? Yeah, basically. Can you not sheathe it? I can't. I have to hold it basically the entire time. So you have one hand. How do you, like, do anything? How do you go to the bathroom? I mean, it just has to be on your... Act. You can sheathe it if you need to, but it just needs to be on your person. It cannot leave your person. No, I like the idea of holding it the entire time. <laughs> All right, fine. Especially since he accepted that as fact. <laughs> sure, fuck it. Like this whole time. It's canon. Blaze Girl can never All right. put his axe down. He cuddles with it at night. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just sleep. He wakes up every once in a while with a little cut on the side of his face from it. <laughs> the man who sleeps with a battle axe in the pool every night but one. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's had to learn to be ambidextrous because he can't use his main hand yeah. because he's got the accident. I mean, I'm sure I, I can pass it over. I'm sure I can transfer it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is his heart get tired? Is it heavy? I mean, it's literally about 150 pounds. And you're just, I mean, I, I'm, I know we can oh, lift yeah. it, but to be constantly holding that. Just, Sounds <laughs> exhausting. He's got like an anchor. <laughs> well, that is now canon. <laughs> Thus saith the Lord. I, you know, just because of that, I'm still going to do that and I'm going to do... <clears throat> Are you joking with me? No, really not. Blaze doesn't know how to joke. He doesn't understand sarcasm. Ah! <laughs> Jokes can't fly over his head. His reflexes are too fast. One of the soldiers, the same soldier that kind of looked and turned to you and just kind of glance at you, kind of mutters, maybe it's cursed. All of us over here are just like, ah, yes, we're experienced with being like, hmm, I'm gonna, like, you know. We're experienced with banter. Yeah, and we're like, oh, we don't really have, like, <coughs> weapons, because, you know, we're magic people, and then all the melee people are like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I saw magic, too. <laughs> this is my situation for that. I can't give it away. He kind of looks to you and says, is that true? Is your axe cursed? He kind of stutters for a second. He's like, "Yeah, I can't. You can't let go of it." The shame. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought too. You guys reach you. Very well. If that is the case, <clears throat> then I'm afraid you'll have to either wait outside yep, until we find. Until we find. Unless the Emperor has a solution that will be mutually beneficial to him and his current entourage. A pool noodles cannon? Sorry. Pool noodles? Gonna put a guard on it? That's what I was thinking. Put a pool noodle on each end of the blade. Like what they do to ghosts when they won't stop heading. I'm gonna say no, unfortunately. That would be funny though. Oh, the poor Victorian children. Do you have anything that's maybe... That's what makes them poor the Victorian explain. children? Not the fact that they live in a... Oh, it's probably a catch The soldier is just sick and tired of dealing with this. He's... Look, look, he pulls out his pocket watch in the middle of this. And he's just like, It's fine. You'll just have to wait outside along with the android and the, uh, the other woman. Alright, Tom, let's go. Why, why can't Pazooka come in? His Excellency has no desire to see either the android or the construct. Excuse me, I am flesh and blood. And you're still constructed <clears throat> from spare parts, ma'am. Let's not, let's all be honest here. Screw it. Oh, apologize. You're not in a position to be making any demands, miss. Apologize. Or what? Oh. Remember how I you said I can't let go of the You won't be in a position to be making any demands. Just, just do. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? Remember how I can't let go of the axe? Apologize. My apologies. 
We are running short on time, but unfortunately for her safety as well, and the androids, you will both have to wait outside the room. If you'll follow me, if that is all, His Excellency is expecting us and we are running behind. I'm probably going to gesture to Tom and Masoka to get out. If it is no problem, we will wait down here, if that is all right. No, I think we ought to head up, at least, and be, wait outside the room. Because she'll barge right through that door. <laughs> you know what? That's a good idea, Vasilka. Let's do That's that. That's fine. Let's go, everyone, please. Follow single file <laughs> between the two of us. And the two guards kind of line around you and a sort of phalanx, and they begin to escort you to the elevators. So he's going to do that thing, you know, that kids do when they're told to walk in single file, where they just kind of, like, purposely swerve. <laughs> <laughs> Stoltis, you are next to that one guard that has been glancing oh, sure at everybody. That was intentional <coughs> on his behalf, or the guard's behalf. Like, getting side by side by this guy. Yeah, he kind of looks at you and he's like, Are you Stoltis? Uh, you know, I've been getting that a lot. They call me Stanley Wormwood. I can show you my ID. Make, make a deception. I have an ID. We have fake IDs. Yeah. All right. Uh, May I provide my fake ID as sure. Stanley, Stanley Wormwood? I forgot about him the other day. Mm -hmm. When I looked at my inventory, I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> so he looks at it, and he says, oh, okay, okay. What, what's so important about the Stoltis character? It's just that, um... Really? What's so special about him? I can't talk about it right now while we're on single file, but um, he kind of leans over towards you. You have an ally. Good to know. And he leans back into single file. It's a trap! It's a trap! Surprise, surprise. The players don't seem to trust me. <laughs> You know, I would, I would wonder why. <laughs> I really would. Oh, I'm sure they have their reasons. <laughs> I'm sure. would give us another friendly NPC. <laughs> <laughs> and if he would, then that guy's going to be the first to die. Yeah. Look what happened to Sanjiro. You weren't around for what happened Sanjiro to Sanjiro. Sanjiro died here. And Acorn. Stuff. Also, to be fair, he kind of got what he wanted, and yeah, Acorn got, like, is also alive. He got like raptured. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Anyway. Anywho, so we approach. Yep, you approach and then enter the elevators. You are escorted up to a uh, very large, ornate meeting room with a set of columns beset on a gold gilded door. Must be compensating for something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to count that as a strike, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, they uh, they disperse around you, these guards, um, and another guard uh, opens the door briefly and uh, looks to all of you, and he says, All right, just to be notified... Upon entry, we will be activating the anti-magic field. 
as you are meeting with His Excellency, we request one of two things. Courtesy before His Excellency and no attempts toward his life. <laughs> as his lot as your lives are Talk currently his life. <clears throat> As his life is current as your lives are currently in his hands. May we make a request in return? You may speak when given permission to. Man, this is bullshit. I was only gonna ask that we are given the same two courtesies. If we are to be treated as guests in front of his majesty. All courtesies that you will extend toward his majesty, he extends towards you in turn. Now please, if if we may, mm -hmm. he is very anxious to see you. He likes mutual. So he opens <coughs> the large gold gilded doors, uh, invites all of you in, and the guards make sure that uh, the three of you guys are left outside the room at this time point in time. I'd, I'd, I'd probably try to look inside the room. What you see inside the room is a very ornate chamber and you get a very brief glimpse of this just as the doors begin to close again. The rest of you walk into the ornate room. There are, there are two fountains on either side and as you enter in you can see two statues that look like lions holding uh, a ruby in each of their mouths. Uh, sort of angled towards you and as you enter and as you are faced with these lions on top of a podium sort of an elevated platform in the room uh, where a throne is sitting uh, you suddenly feel the magic that often surrounds you and courses through you become silent and uh, Unresponsive. I've already been cut off by the life force. I don't fucking like this. <clears throat> Does my hair seem droopy? I feel like it would seem droopy. Yeah, your hair kind of droops a little bit, and the brightish pink kind of turns into a more pale magenta. Oh, man. That's sad. So, um, as you enter in, uh, the person that, yes... Would a curse be accounted as magic? Mm, I think that's... So, it depends how Tyler rolls an anti-magic field, mm. but my understanding is that spells can't be cast, but if a curse is pre-existing, yeah, it would bomb. probably still... But you're not even in there. No, I know. I'm just curious. <coughs> okay, <coughs> shut your curiosity up. That, Respectfully. I'm, I mean, I'm curious because my appearance is altered because I'm part fae. Oh, that's is right. Any of that and you wear your glamour almost all the time. Yeah, I do. You're like, don't look at me, I'm good. But, <laughs> but some of it is just regular makeup as well as, like, some of it is fae ancestry, so I don't know how it's that would affect me. Mm. <laughs> that's difficult. I'll say the curse would stay put either way. Okay. As for the fae-like appearance, I won't say it's completely extinguished, but it's certainly diminished. It's not as strong as it should be. Because okay. that's more sort of a blood magic type of deal, I would yeah. think. This is more, like you said, spell casting. I think I'm going to rule it that way. <coughs> so, the, uh, the man who has escorted you in says... Uh, 
you know, brings you to a certain point, asks you to stop, and then grabs a scepter from uh, the middle of the room where you're standing, and uh, taps it on the uh, floor, you know, done, done. <coughs> Presenting His Excellency, first of his name, the Emperor Victor Neros. Vic Do you actually own? No, no, we don't fucking boo, Tyler. <laughs> so entering with uh, Victor. Can we boo over the no the anti magic. I was like over the earrings. Can we boo? I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> no. So entering in with Victor, who sits upon his throne, the thing that you notice about Victor is that it seems he hasn't aged a day, save for his temples have become uh, slightly grayed. Are you alright? Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, as Victor sits down on his throne, he is accompanied by a much older man in white and red robes with a slightly balding, uh, combed back hair. He is, he appears to be very old, very aged, and very wrinkly. Um, accompanying him as well are two other, uh, guards, and one of, and a third who you recognize as Githany. Oh, that bitch. <laughs> it was me, Stoltus. <laughs> Githany! Doesn't she hate me? She hates Githany all of us. Hates all of us. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> I mean, she, don't, she doesn't really know much about me yet. Githany and, and I got a feud going <laughs> on. She tried. Githany no, so, would literally be like, who are you? I'm a Zerafir. Hey, Zerafir, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! So Githany very briefly um, takes a look at you and uh, kind of adjusts, adjusts herself. She finds this very awkward and is slightly embarrassed to be in a room with you people again. Hmm. And uh, Victor sits upon his throne and he looks down at all of you. And it's the old man that speaks first. So, you have been brought before His Excellency. You must know that this is a great and incredible honor. Considering your criminal statuses within the Empire. Yeah, it is an honor to be in our presence, isn't it? He continues. His Excellency has called you forth today to ask a favor on your behalf, on his behalf. It sounds like you're doing an awful lot of talking, then. It is my role as the Chancellor of His Excellency to also act as his voice at times. In this case, yes. You have been asked for a task to complete, and completion of this task will alleviate you and any other associates of your party 
with being criminals. Your record, your criminal records will be stripped and you will go about your normal lives. Why would I ever agree to that? Would you rather be hunted down as a criminal? Well, I've been doing a poor job of it, so... <clears throat> you had to ask us here nicely. We're only here because we want to be here. Why on earth would I work for you? I have no goals or aspirations to be a model Victorian citizen. Why do I care about a criminal record? Do you not know how much you are worth currently? I know that I am worth quite a bit, actually. Arguably not a lot. I was referring to like my self-worth in general. It was funny, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Your current bounty has increased in the past few months. <coughs> We started your bounty at 500. You are currently at 1,500 gold. What about me? <laughs> the same, 1,500. <coughs> yeah. Dope. Other members like of your party were increased to 1,500. I need a real loafer. <laughs> yes. Sorry, what? The druid, um, the druid, however, has increased to 25. Yeah, killing it. <laughs> Only 25. I'm kidding. You're not worth anything. Maybe one day you'll get a cool poster like us. God, I hope so. I see you will not be taking this meeting very seriously. The Do Empress... we take anything seriously? Do you know us? I mean, look at the wanted posters that you made. My gods. I had hoped you would be very reasonable. You're not in here. Shut the fuck up. Hang on. Huh? You're not being very reasonable. Your Majesty, I'm done talking to your additional voice here. Upcoming <laughs> 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 storm still does. I'm here for it. Clearly, we need to talk. So talk. Use your words. <laughs> I was... I was told we would have the same courtesies. Why does he get an introduction and I don't? That's what I want to know. Where's my announcement? Would you like to introduce yourselves? No, I want someone to do it for me. Like... Sonny, you want to take the lead on this oh, one? Yes, <laughs> Introducing the beautiful and talented Miss Scarlet. Your worst enemy! <laughs> Very well. Does anybody else want one? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave. We good? Okay. Very well. You wish to speak to me? I do. Speak. I give you my permission. <laughs> After the events of the Calamity, I spent years trying to restore the land that was destroyed by the four at the hands of the torment that came from the um, uh, Stone of Corbinate. At that conclusion, you took it into your possession, claiming safekeeping. 
I went to sleep, and I woke up and found my world obliterated by your hand. Why? Industry has its own price, Stoltus. Mm -hmm. And last I checked, legend had it that you were encased in a tree. And clearly, if you had wanted to protect your forest as much as you claim you wanted to, I think the worst idea you could have ever done was seclude yourself within a great oak. You basically opened the road for me to plow over your forests, oh, burn your trees into fuel, and reduce the ashes into usable charcoal. He for added his life force to the forest, it would have only strengthened it. And All of this damage is your doing. Don't put it on him. I agree. Industry is a costly endeavor. And what is the reward? My people are well fed. Mm. And what about those who are really? not people? What about your the people outside of your walls? Outside of this room, yeah. They are not my people. Why should I care? You preached creating a better world. Does the people that involve or that are involved in the world are only the ones that bow to you? Yes. Have you wondered why no one will jump at the bounties you've put on our heads? No. Huh. I don't care if your bounties are ever found or if you're ever turned in. <clears throat> it's merely a means of economy, a mere means of Throwing money at people who will do the dirty work for you. But they won't. Because they don't respect you. Because there's really no need. You're beneath me. Then why are we sitting here? To prove that point. Oh, but you're asking us for a favor? Only because you're the only suitable people I know who can finish Cordova off you're once and for all. So it sounds like we're pretty valuable then. I will say that you do hold value. You yourselves are valuable. But if you think you can overturn me, if you think you can smash my palace down into rubble, you're incorrect. I don't usually smash things. I usually set them on fire. Either way, your hopes of destroying me and my empire are in vain. Because you'll do it yourself because you are beneath me. I will outlast all of you in the end. Guess we'll see, huh? I suppose. <clears throat> I needn't say anything more than that. Then at the very least you could tell us why we are here. As I said, Cordova is becoming troublesome. More than troublesome, he has become an enemy. For years, I allowed him to continue his experiments because they fueled our war efforts, our conquests. Only recently did I have to imprison him because his experiments turned counterproductive to our goals. Now... He's become less an irritant and more a potential 
bomb. He is, at this moment, the most dangerous to not just the Empire, but to the whole of Esther itself. Why should I believe you? I've seen what you've done to my lands. I've seen what you've done to my people. If I recall correctly from that hideous copy of myself, he released some sort of mutagen on board a ship he was raiding. Yes? Oh, fuck. I believe you've met him. A crazed man who looks very much like myself. I believe he's calling himself Ottervik. I know you know him. He's already told me he's come across you. Did he tell you about the can of corn? He did. I found it humorous. Funny. I did too. We get that in common. So it seems. The point is, is that he did not create that mutagen himself. Much to his claims. It's a variant. He stole it from Cordova. If that mutagen were released throughout Esther as he has planned, with an attempted ransom that he has written to me. Not only will the Empire fall, all of Esther will fall. Every single living creature will be consumed by this mutagen and turn into something hideous. Talk about how mighty you are about just pay the ransom yourself. The ransom isn't money. He wants control of the Empire himself. Either way, he will use the mutagen. He is insane. Drunk. Yeah, you have that in common. I am not insane. Everything that I have done to construct this empire has been through reason and economic might. The last thing I want that could destroy my capital is to turn everybody into horrid monsters. Seems like you turned yourself into that just fine. I am my own beast and I keep myself in check. But this is far more serious than that. It will mean the destruction of all life as we know it. And putting up some undead excuse of an android. But of all the destruction you cause, how is it any different? It means all life will be eradicated, not just his enemies. Precisely. There is. Army. <laughs> Back away, buddy. Cats can have a little salami as a treat. That's so. That's not just any salami. It's pepperoni. I don't want him to get bad tummy. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it that we can do that you cannot with your militaristic might and your machines that breathe fire? 
Either convince him to talk down or infiltrate his facility and destroy it from within. He isn't expecting you. He's expecting me. True, the challenge will be perilous, and if you are caught in his clutches, he will make an example of you. But he is expecting a full military might, not a small strike team. I feel like he would want to kind of laugh at that, but he's definitely, like, mm -hmm. super serious about this now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, but yeah, she's just like, we either convince him to, t like, t we either talk him down, or we... Take him out. Take him out, yeah. That's exactly what's gonna happen. They're even gonna look the same. In return... Your criminal records will be expunged, and you can go about your business as usual. Save for meeting with rebel cells and whatever else kind of miscreants who have rallied against my cause. Kindly note, these rebellions will be quenched in time. See, I don't like that. <coughs> The natural state of a person is freedom, and when you put a cage around them, you are creating a perversion of what life is supposed to be. Did he say the rebellions will be quenched? Quelled. Quelled. I was like, quenched? That's a weird word. <laughs> okay. If it's a matter of all life in all of Esther, obviously I have sympathy. But I will not be one of your attack dogs. Mm -hmm. Tell him. I will go on my own behalf, not yours. Yeah. Your Excellency. Get him. And then you and I, we're going to talk again. That will be fine. I hope to see you after this is all said and done. I will either meet you at a new location and set up a new meeting, or we shall see. If I may be so informal, Victor. You already have been. Well then, I shall continue. <laughs> Love it! I want to avoid as much bloodshed as possible. Then you have no idea how to wage a war, Stoltus Revenant. I may not know how to wage a war, but I know how to finish one. Either way, it will end the same way. You will eventually have to have blood on your hands. If not directly, then indirectly because of your actions. That's the one thing you have to learn about war, Stoltus. You may not be the one who pulls the trigger. Maybe you're not even the one that fires the opening salvo. But the people who believe in you will. And that blood debt comes due. Unless you have anything more to say, that concludes my business at this moment. 
Mike, you wanted to do something earlier? I wanted to catch up oh, on I that. just wanted to know if I would be able to hear anything from outside of the door. Sounded like they were pretty uh, make a Make a perception check. Shite. <coughs> perception, you said? Yes, sir. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you. You're able to kind of get close enough to the door, but the guard door, <laughs> the guards are kind of like, just don't touch the door. They give you that look of you know, don't cross the threshold. We will. You're gross. But you do hear enough of the conversation to know what's going on. You know of the job that they that Victor wants them to f- perform, so forth and so on. You miss a couple of minor details, but. You get the general gist of what's been going on in here. Before I go, Your Majesty, I have one last thing. Yes. Your people in this very tower on the ground below us. They're not necessarily my people. If you mean the citizens. Not even the citizens. The people in this very tower. The ones who look up to you. The ones who worship your mites. Some of them are starving. Some of them are dying of thirst. Maybe uh, take care of that little world of yours, why don't you? If it was my world to take care of, then certainly. But I understand that because of your efforts, water levels are back up again. So there needn't be any drought. Within about a week's time, the water levels should be back to their normal levels. So you've done me a great service, and I needn't pay you. Though I do understand the mayor was very kind to send in a small receipt before you came in here. You've made peace with the yuan Did you expect that same courtesy from the citizens of Bastille? Very much so. People will be slow to turn around to this. Their culture is very reticent of the very idea of the yuan owing to the centuries of rule under these serpent people. But, all that set aside, I will personally, on your behalf, put in a motion to the Council of Bastille to ensure that a peace concordance is made with the yuan Very well. Though I expect in return that you will complete this job, if not on my behalf, then on the behalf of all the people of Esther. Sorry, Vinny's just like, God. He was standing so weird, too. He looked like the cats from the Cat Returns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will go for the people, not for the Empire. Fair enough. I will accept that. You have no choice. <laughs> You're right, I don't. Now... We're going to head out. Thank you for giving us 
a little bit of your time, Your Majesty. See them out, Helmet? Yes, sir. Gods, allow them to leave. So, Blazeriel, the doors open uh, <laughs> before you, and you're just kind of awkwardly standing there listening at the door. And Victor know. flashes a, a look at you. You! Step forward. I walk through. Your Excellency, I wish to see him. I know about the axe. I understand that you have only just recently rejoined the party in question. Are you mute or dumb? I'm debating whether or not to throw this axe into your head. You, you will do no such thing! <laughs> Silence! Is he like a then? Like, does he get it off his hand long enough? <laughs> or has he got some, like, no, Kratos? He drop it. He literally can't let it go. Right. He's just gonna... <laughs> I was gonna say, he fucking doors it. <laughs> I would personally not advise you to do that. For your own safety as well as... Mine. Well, you tried to kill my entire race, so I'm kind of tempted. Blazeriel, we are on good terms, currently. You are. I'm an expert. Victor kind of turns towards his uh, chancellor and begins to, you know. You got something to say? It's safe for me. We are discussing you. One second. Oh yes. Our apologies about such an endeavor. It had to be done. And why is that? What in your right mind? Oh, sorry. Insane mind. What in your insane mind made you think that that was okay? To kill off an entire race? Or attempt to. Obviously you didn't succeed. Your people were living over a hell pit. Yeah, that was my home. Yes. That's what living over. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps you don't understand the significance of a hell pit, or perhaps you do, and you think it is. Is Victor saying this or the Chancellor? I'm sorry. A uh, Victor is saying this. Okay. I'm so tired of like blazer and shit. You understand what a hell pit is, yes? It's not just some fiery little crater where all of your people live. You understand it is a drain hole to hell itself. To the nine hells. Work? You're in an anti-magic field. It's more of a, um, would that be magic for... I will say that it's... 
I'll say again, it's blood magic, so it's not as... <laughs> Blaze Jonas goes like, Whoop! and nothing happens. I'll say that it's not as impressive as it usually is. Mm-hmm. It's dim somewhat. It's almost a smoky haze. And then my mind was like, it's not a hellhole, it's a hellhole. Oh my god. <laughs> I work hard to make this hole a hole. <laughs> <laughs> We were pretty aware of what it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I see. My sincerest apologies would not be enough to repay what has been done. No, it wouldn't be. As such, I also am in the understanding you were recent you all were recently in Barovia. What's a Barovia? <laughs> and And nothing of it, I suppose. Okay. Why'd you bring it up? I was about to say that's our business, why the fuck does it matter to you? Because Gethany was there as well. Oh yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> you notice that right that there. bitch is standing up at the podium, and on the one hand, she kind of flinches at the mention that, you know, she was there, and at the fact that you're like, you know, fuck her, she looks at you and is giving you the look of, well, fuck you right back. <laughs> if I wasn't standing here, I'd impale you with a whip. But she just, it's all in a look. It's She doesn't vocalize anything, it's just in that look of, Oh, you don't like that? No, oh. give that to me. That will taste good food. <clears throat> does she disgusting? Does she at all like have her whip on her? Oh yeah, she's armed. So do, does she at all when 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 I say anything? Does she like put her hand on it at all? <sighs> Not instinctively, no. She's well controlled, but she's obviously. Excuse me. Um. God, that is thick. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, don't I'm eat, don't eat, it. don't eat cake during a um during a podcast. <laughs> 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 what did you say? I know what you're talking about. Oh, oh I don't even. Oh, I was, I was saying I wasn't gonna say anything. Then he had this golden hair, <laughs> and the cake was so. <laughs> Strike two. Listen, you can't be mad at me. When you literally no, dangle I... it in front of my face like a goddamn hot dog on a string. I'm sorry, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, strike three, you're out. What? Damn it, I Loser. missed. I'm not going to get the bullet this time. Well, fine. Don't. I'll hunt them down later. Anywho, where were we? Barovia. I was swearing off uh, what's Yeah, Gethany, and she, she just kind of reacts to all of you and. He says, yes, and that was her fault. I certainly did not send her to do anything in Barovia. Why don't you leash your dog, for fuck's sake? She's getting very (laughs) red-faced. I have now... Bark, bark. I'm sorry. Strike one again. 
perhaps it was a mistake letting you in here. But kindly do see yourself out along with the rest of your companions. I would <clears throat> hate for this to become messy. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's like you guys finding RPF and him going. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. And then it's <laughs> Bye. That's like the fucking meme of the kid. Jesus. Oh, and they knocked the video of the, the duck laughing. It's like. <laughs> I'd probably uh, mutter unto myself <laughs> and say, uh, wasting my fucking time. Thank you all for visiting. Enjoy the rest of your day. On my, w are, are we leaving? Yes. Yes. On my way, I, I want to like talk to the chancellor real quick. You bitch. Basically. Um. Well, how do you get his attention? Because he is standing up on the podium next to Victor. <laughs> Yo, bitch boy. Hey, Chancellor. Three out of ten on the speech. It was too rehearsed and not intimidating enough. Which Bardic College did you go to? He's just going to... Grind his very horribly uh, twisted better, like, next time, I'm sure you'll get a word in eventually. Don't <laughs> worry, Your Majesty, I'll be sure the people will sing your name for years to come. Everyone needs a tyrant to overthrow. <laughs> Rock on. You can almost see Githany out of the corner of your eye just kind of lightly, almost smirk. Oh no, are we gonna, are we gonna, are we gonna fucking... Convert Githany to our side like fucking what's his nuts? No, she's a cunt. She doesn't deserve a Zuko arc. I'm afraid I may have girl bossed a bit too close to the sun. <laughs> um, as we're heading out, um, uh, do we end up passing that one guard again? The one who he does a kind of look at you and you know do a double take again. Let's give him a little wink and then keep going. He blushes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little Stoltis action figure at home. <laughs> Wait, there are Stoltis action figures? He's a Stoltis and Ballas action figure. I should canonically. Oh have my god! Those. Did Ballas have a fucking marketing chain with fucking. <laughs> action Give me like Kung Fu Panda with like. I'm Stoltis, like, I have all. Puppets. <laughs> I have all your I have all your figures. You're a lot smaller than them, except for you, Sonny. You're the same size. <laughs> well, that'll be interesting to see. Yes. <laughs> we got our own action figures. <clears throat> they got everything exactly right. Yeah. Tyler gave me too so. much money. I will absolutely buy action figures. I want an action figure. That's what actually. <laughs> actually, when you were little. Your mother gave you second hand, um, to be honest, second hand. <laughs> like, like the action figure. An action figure of Shalfa and Amira. 
No, I think it was saying, <laughs> She's like, just going, they were owned before, not No, I was knock-off. just saying, no, I was just saying, no. <laughs> yeah. Mom, Walmart. have action figures of the Heroes of And it's like the one really... Have action figures of the Heroes of Esther at home. The really poorly painted Buzz Lightyear where he's like... <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Valus, his name is Snakeo. Instead of a Stolta's action figure, it's just a stick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's a friendly reminder to myself to make minis of the off-brand chapter one. Heroes of Millicent's a raven. Action figure that got crossed in the I fucking timeline. I just want there timelines. to be, like, Shelly's head put on, like, a male body. <laughs> like, talk? She's like, am I being played by a guy? <laughs> so she's dead. <laughs> I am making mental notes of all of this. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. Don't worry. Please, let's continue. So, yeah, you're all escorted out. Uh... Guard blushes at you as you pass, mm-hmm. and uh, Tom approaches you and says, I am sorry, he uh, went inside before we could say anything. Oh, Mr. Blaze, are you all right? You appear uninjured. What? <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, I'm fine. It's just emotional damage, it's fine. <laughs> Welcome to the E stands for emotional damage. I certify that, baby. Kidding. I was like, what did I do this time? I gave a good idea with the fucking action figures. You existed. You were born. It's too late. You already exist. No, you're not in this. <laughs> okay. That kind of sounded like fucking Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Seth, if you're listening. <laughs> Shit. I would be honored if Seth Rogen were to listen to this and just say, Hey, these guys are funny! <laughs> oh my god. And now he's never going to listen again. <laughs> Anywho. Hey. Seth Rogen so uh, they close the gilded doors behind you, and they lead you back downstairs through the elevator lift, and they give you back your weapons and say, best of luck to you in your endeavors. Did he say anything about where we're going? No. He, didn't... he didn't give us any information. He was like, go kill Cordova. <laughs> Bye. Right. Right. <clears throat> I assume you have your own uh, plan to achieve the Emperor's goals, then? Does he have any leads? I have other destinations I want to visit <clears throat> first, but we do need to check out this Cordova guy. <clears throat> you know who Cordova is. Well, yeah, I know who Cordova is. <clears throat> but Greg doesn't remember who do you remember the giant mechanical thing that we bought with the skeleton inside of it? I wasn't there for that. Fight. Yes, you were. Stole, I 
went back and listened to it. You were absolutely there. He I was, was no wait, you weren't there for the ground battle of Rhinestone. So I was were not. You? I was in the aerial battle. And that's, that's it. right. So he missed out on that fight? I, I missed out on that fight. Because the giant fucking turtle. I had to get that information from these two when I started rewriting the uh recap to chapter one. I'm pretty sure Greg was there. I was not. <laughs> because uh I went to the did the aerial battle and it's like, oh no, Amira died. I'm like, LOL, and then I came back like <laughs> three months later in game and was like hey there's some like black mark people who are like bad never mind then what nothing to tell you when you're older <laughs> it's it's a lot to get into right now that's mm -hmm. a that's way back when that's back when there was the Druid Uprising, and then there was Feywild shenanigans again, <clears throat> and then the Three appeared, and then the Calamity, uh, and then, the yeah. Four, uh, yes, the Four, Four yeah. Remember your own fucking characters. I'm, it has been a day, okay? Remember <gasps> who has the big Nerf Blaster, okay? And I'm not compensating for anything. <laughs> Don't even suggest it, because that would be strange. Oh my goodness. Anyway... <clears throat> Focus way too long on that, so. <laughs> so we're all kind of just like down in the lobby again. We got our weapons back and whatnot. Yep. I am heated. <clears throat> Did you say you're heated? Yes. <clears throat> That's hilarious because you are fiery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> are you like a gas burning fire or like a wood burning fire? What? I just want to know if you're full hot air. Lord knows I am. <laughs> Get ready, because I fart a lot. Oh my god, Okay. Yes, so. At this point, the uh, concierge uh, approaches you all and says, Well, since your current meeting with the Emperor has concluded... We must unfortunately um, say that your time in your room has expired. What the fuck? We don't even get one last night. Kicking us out? Can so, we collect our things? Of course, we suggest that you do, or else we would bring them down to you. Oh, we, we, we would be, we would be happy to get all of our things. He's gonna give like a little wink to Scarlet. Considering I haven't had. A moment of goddamn peace this entire beach episode! Oh, I was just insinuating hey. that you just steal everything out of there. Oh you got to talk to the old bearded man? <laughs> Santa Claus? Yeah, Santa. <laughs> the minion of the moon. You take the moon. <laughs> you take the moon, you take the Wow, that's gonna strike three, Greg. No! <laughs> me and you'll get God damn it. Man, why do you hit me every time when you fucking miss Greg? Because he's such a hard target to hit. Are you calling me fat? That's not at all what I'm saying! Anywho. Crime any shame. Anyway, the concierge looks <gasps> you and says, uh, yes, but uh, we do have a reservation coming in within about, oh, an hour and a half, so, um, uh, whatever it is, uh, we recommend it, uh, Oh, we won't be long. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Terribly sorry. Let's trash the room. <laughs> Anywho. Hmm? But 
just makes the poor people have to clean the room That's suffer. That doesn't true. do anything to the man. We're not going to trash the room. But there's not gonna <gasps> well, be is there one of those fridges with a sh really fucking expensive food in it? There's a bunch of sh like perfumes and shampoos and shit. We're taking all of it. It's... Yeah. It's on Victor's bill. I know. We're taking it all. Just be careful. Monet's looking at your hand massager like... Stoltus is like, Scarlet can have a little bit of thievery as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a reward. <clears throat> Oh, All does right. he like it or not? He I doesn't know what to do. He's like, <laughs> he's like this is weird. Oh. <laughs> Anywho, so we get into the elevator to go up to the top floor. All right, yep, you go to your hotel room, go back up to the top floor. Uh, gonna grab all my gear and just kind of sit into one of the... I, I would like to imagine there's like a woven like wicker chair or something. There just, is. That just seems like my my vibe. <laughs> so I'll just sit in the chair and watch as my companions get the rest of their <clears throat> things together. All right, you guys gather your things. Are you taking anything else? You shouldn't be. How much food is in the fridge? It's more or less a personal ice. I want towels. <laughs> like that how long have we been on the run? How often do I get to bathe? I want towels. Is it like <clears throat> Egyptian cotton like towels? Yeah, know. we're definitely it's taking all the toiletries too. Bag There's up the, all those pockets. It's the presidential suite. Like really, really top tier shit. And yes, there is a bunch of like fancy food. Like there's a couple cans of like caviar. I don't care about that. It's fancy people food, you ass. Yeah, fancy people eat the fucking trash parts of food. So yeah, you would, probably, you would probably like caviar. It's like fish eggs. That sounds disgusting. But you're a burb. Oh, is there a few probably would like caviar? Yeah, right, I'm probably taking the be fish like, eggs. this is, this is I'm sure Rick would egg. like caviar too if you actually tried it. I had it down in Mexico. It was Alright, well, Azura here will take the fish eggs because it sounds dope. Alright, you take that. There's also this chilled is, champagne. This is so there's chilled champagne of the highest quality, oh, including, yeah. including, <laughs> bubbling silver scale, a limited edition, uh, once-in-a-lifetime run of an old family champagne recipe. How much is it? Uh, if you were, as if you could not appraise wine worth bubkiss, but... To the outside appraiser... I just meant how much are they charging for I want to know how much we're racking up Victor's bill. Oh! Oh! Well, that's already uh, 1,500 gold right there. We're absolutely you, taking this. I was going to say, you you have, like, <coughs> talons, right? Yeah, you may not... But... I'm, I, I have five-finger discount, so... I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm just going to take it. All right, so you take the champagne, you take the, uh... Caviar. Caviar. So you've already mounted a personal debt to Victor of... 2,550 gold, just in that sweep alone. With the towels, that leads up to, like, 3,000. And they, these are high-quality towels. They are soft as mink, but luscious as 
as cashmere. I know fabrics. <laughs> you bougie bitch. I don't. <laughs> um, anybody else taking anything that uh, does not personally be on today? I mean, are there any other snacks other than the caviar? It's Sunny's concern always. Sweet delicacies. How are the pillows? <laughs> <laughs> Luxurious. I want one. You take Why one. Why stop at one? I don't know how much it can reasonably fit into a bag. I'm gonna take one too. You take one as well. We each get our own little pillow to carry. Travel pillow. <laughs> you know how hard it is to sleep on the ground. Hey, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. So where is that now? Five thousand. Those are some expensive ass pillows. I just want. Yeah, pillow and some towels. I'm good. Pillow, towels. Yeah, the wine, obviously. The wine, the caviar. Uh, Sunny, you look inside the fridge and you see in very nice uh, packaging um, luxurious cinnamon buns with little orange twists, little candied orange twists on top. Hell yeah. I'll take those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you take those. The emergency stash. Emergency All right. Anybody else? <clears throat> Anything else? Super Gucci. All right. Is there a map or like a, an atlas? Actually, as you go into the personal library, you also see that Vasilka is like making her own bag of books that she is yes. just putting into, you know, taking off the shelf. She looks at you and says, Oh, I'm sorry, did, was there a particular volume you wanted? Uh, no, not necessarily, but I'm just curious. See what the Victorians have named some of these lands. Oh! She runs around. Have the Victorian Almanac. And it's this very thick tome. Yes, uh, is there a I was going to say, what's the equivalent of the Bible that they have in every hotel room? Oh, um, the Victorian Book of Law. Crow. That's like the Ohio DMV manual. <laughs> Goddamn DMV manual. I guess I just wanted to look through the book and see if, like, are you looking for anything you. in particular? Hmm? Bring it with you. Come in handy. Oh, I know. Because I don't know this place. I was. I don't know. I was curious to see areas that would have been on old maps about, like, Druid Grottoes and whatnot, or... Mm. I mean, Shylor has grown to a hustle and bustle and whatnot, so that's not like it's a small town anymore. But, I don't know. Just in general, to see what perversion Well, make an investigation check. Sure. Sorry. No worries. That is an action! Investigation. That's an 18. You do find, um, <clears throat> in this particular issue, you do find one glaive that is, um, according to the book, still open and still has a large presence of druids in the Silverwood Glen. 
Where is the Silverwood Glen? Wasn't that off of Constantinople? Blue? Uh, let me look. I know you <clears throat> made a map of it. Uh, let's see, Constantinople, which would be interesting because that's where my sword would have come from. Uh, there's the coastal alcove, which is a place that we were gonna go check out because I had hit. Uh, in the yeah, it's that one. It's that. Okay, one. so the coastal uh, alcove. Okay, along the mountains on the east coast there. But it's titled something else, or is it like is it? I guess my question is: Is it written as the coastal al alcove, or is it written as like the Silverwood Glen, or something like that? Oh God, I wish I had a reference. Uh, Do you want to see the? Oh yes, please. Because maybe I'm thinking of something else, and I just yeah. If you if you scroll inside, yeah, the other uh, islands are all visible. Oops, sorry, oh, no problem, no problem. Let's see. You're welcome. Nick, how off-brand do you want Old Valus to be? Surprise me. That is cool. Yep, it's uh, the coastal alcove, I will say, is also called, in some circles, the Silverwood uh, Glen. Interesting, you're learning my sword came from there. We shall see. We shall see. Okay, so. <clears throat> okay, now I just wanted to see what the Victorians had did to my lands, I guess. Okay. Well, there's not many uh, glens left, but the few uh, that are remaining, according to the Atlas, have peacefully kept to the code of law of the Victorian Empire. You didn't like that. <laughs> Fuck the revolution. Alright. Is that everybody then? Everybody's all set with their business and everything? I believe so. Alright. Then uh, I will ask the party if they're heading downstairs to the lobby, what do you do next? I mean, just head down to the lobby. Um, I guess when we're in the lift, Stoltis is just kind of like gonna do that like anxious like foot tapping or whatever in the elevator as we're going down all right that was my elevator music <laughs> what do you guys think we should do i have an idea let's leave <laughs> do you think i overheard them about talking about other week i think you heard some of that you heard something about Otterbeek. You heard something about a mutagen. Some of the details are a little sketchy, but you know enough that they're also heading for... that they've been tasked with hunting down Cordova. I gathered some things from overhearing, but what all happened? Another quest. I'm already on a quest. Um, well, His Excellency can't handle his own affairs, so we are going to for him. His Majesty must be very strained. If only I had the chance to meet him in person. Yeah, I'm missing much. <laughs> 
Yes. Am I crazier? Do I remember us finding out something about um, Mikhail being taken to? Was that a thing? That was in a previous cut that we had to. Yeah, Mikhail hasn't come up at all. Okay, never mind that. Ignore me. No worries. As far as you know, me, Kyle, and Esmeralda, and... Happy as can be. Everybody, they seem, you know... As far as you know, you've never met them. But as far as everybody I else... I know, Zura here doesn't know that. I was oh, trying right. to think of yeah. all of our quest options. <laughs> right. As far as you know, um, you left them <clears throat> trying to rebuild their home in old Rhinestall, the old West End. So, as far as you know, they're still there. And now Cordova's quest has popped up again. What are other quest lines? We have so many quest lines. We were trying to get information on these boxes for Silgar. Um, Shit. We were. I forgot about I those. Forgot I think Tyler them. forgot about that. Those. Was the, no, that was the OG thing we were trying to do. <laughs> I then, know. But then we were having to go towards like the Forbidden Lands, which were barricaded off, which is how we ended up on Cersei's Island, which is how we found out about, about oh. Scarlet's Golden Wings of Dawn prophecy, as well as a couple other things. Um, and then she sent us in a completely different direction, and we ran into Otter Veek, and then there was a million other things. Um. And we kind of like Loki left Otterveek for dead, but obviously he survived. He survived. Some Otterveek survived, bitch. But um, you'd seen the last of me. <laughs> um, there's a lot of plans. We're still trying to find Millicent because we were trying to find all of the people from Stoltis's era to is get Millicent intel the last one? on how Millicent is to, like, the last one. And honestly, Millicent, Millicent would be an incredible help. Especially yeah. against Cordova, since she had faced him before. So we were trying to get all them. Um, also, <clears throat> all of us kind of have, like, personal arcs. Yep, like uh, Scarlet trying to pursue her lineage, and yep. Stoltis um, wanting to f reach out to the druids. Sunny reuniting with Mikhail. I just want to kill Victor. <laughs> Some of us have oh, and also, more depth uh, to our stories. I a certain woman. Jeez. That's on the agenda. <laughs> um, and there's yeah, there's a there's a lot. Oh yeah, that's right. This fucking succubus chick randomly showed up in Barovia and then just dipped. And she's like scary now. Now there's the stuff going on with What's this? Vector too, and Vector's a good guy. Is he though? <laughs> he's a good uh, guy. And you've got that message to he's got that message to deliver to, to uh, Robert's Maximilian. Yeah. What message? Uh, the kind of calls for AIDS for support. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Uh, I mean, those are the main ticket things. Seraphir yeah. is just here to help. He has succeeded in his main mission and doesn't know what to do with his, his life. His secondary mission was repopulating his race. Ah, uh, we'll see how that happens. Tom's got to get his bird dick eventually. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. I'm retiring. <laughs> That's an instant strike three. <laughs> Did I get him? No. Nope. God, show Kalika, please. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> I'm going for two! <laughs> god damn it, you son of a bitch! Can we stop for a minute because I need time to recover? Awesome. We'll be right back. <laughs> down. Come here, bitch! And we're back. Thank you for holding. Nick, Nick is now a bullet-riddled corpse in the corner of the couch. Just kidding. Ha ha. And... <laughs> like a roll of duct tape that we can just put over his mouth. <laughs> well, joke's on you, I'm into that. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't make me get the blaster again. I will. Get I have your bullets. I have one left. <laughs> so, you've been foot tapping in the elevator, and the elevator has now hit the floor. You are free to go. So, what you guys going to do? <clears throat> Uh, I mean, we have to head to the ship. That's true. So there's a bar in this place, right? What? Is there a bar? There is a. We gotta go in. A bar. We don't have time to drink. Don't be fucking arson 2.0. <coughs> arson doofus. <laughs> That's not even his real name anymore. My brother in Christ, we have a rebellion ticket. <laughs> My brother in the Victorian Alley. But yes, to answer your question, there is a bar. It's at the other end of this uh, lobby. Okay. I, I probably look at it and be like, no, just keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> no worries. All right. So are you guys making your way to the ship then? I think so. Making our way down. Yep. <clears throat> well, there it is. All right, so, so you make your way to the ship. They uh, allow you to come on board, and they start. You it's know, our ship. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, <laughs> allow I'm, us. I'm just saying, you know, they they you know there are dock attendants, and they help you get your things on board and get <clears throat> the ship ready to go. So. Um, now comes the big question, where are you going to go? Uh, I mean, I'm going to head probably to the captain's quarters, which is also <clears throat> Sonny's room, which is also where our cartography table is at, I'm sure. <clears throat> yes. And uh, I would like to lay out, you know, like open up the map and open up the almanac and just kind of like scour <clears throat> over the entire thing. I'm going to go set up my bed with my pillow and towels. You do that, and it is, you know, you turn a simple onboard bunk bed into a luxurious little bunk bed. Fuck the revolution. They got good beds though. <laughs> Just about. <clears throat> yes. You know, now that I, I'm apparently almost surgically connected to this axe, right? I'm, I'm thinking about every single time that I had the axe in my hand, or didn't, and now how it's gonna work. How? Like, magic. There. It Moving was on. always there. It but the time I was in the cage... 
It wasn't. You're right. And yeah. they, they forced it out of you. I'm not saying it's, like, surgically connected. I'm just saying it's, like, very difficult for you to let go. It's, you it's know, kind of like Kratos' chains in God of War. They're permanently right. attached you to You probably can't let it go. <clears throat> someone can take, remove it from yeah. you. They probably knock you unconscious at some point I'll and just... i be enraged the entire time when I, when I basically come to consciousness. So. All right, moving on. Got it. No worries. So, um, cartography snuggling in your bed. Uh, is there a fear? What you doing with all that junk? <laughs> um, I wanted to say something. Being I'm not going to say it. Um, hmm. I don't know. I was going to say definitely not thinking about cloacas. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> sit on the bow and preen. look at stuff and preen. Yeah, I'm gonna preen. Okay, you preen All yourself right. on the bow. Uh, Tom is going to kind of look around at the uh, mm. ship and say, "It is a magnificent vessel. <clears throat> Very magnificent." Right, Sonny, where do you go? Oh, the captain. Alright, so you're in the This is bitch. my room! <laughs> so you're in the captain's quarters with Stoltus and he's looking over the map. Are you. Ooh! <laughs> Are you looking over it with him? Yeah. Alright. Sonny, I don't know what we need to do here. <laughs> She's like, I have no idea how to read these. <laughs> I just make wheel go spin. <laughs> he'll, he'll kind of like stretch out, like roll out the map and show off areas, and he's like, look. We travel west to Constantinople Blue. Uh, we can find ourselves. It's probably the closest route. It'll take us over to um, the sub. Or I'm sorry, the coastal alcove. It's a little close to home, or at least what was my home. But there's apparently a druid presence there. But <coughs> I know there's other things we need to be doing as well. Where is um, Skelly Boy at? In the Forbidden Lands. Fuck. Skelly boy. And so he'll like, he'll like move uh, over he'll move the map over a little bit. He's like, but if we go to the northeast, to... back towards Barovia, we'll end up in the Forbidden Lands, but we have that blockade to worry about. But Victor may let us in now because he wants us to get rid of Cordova. But and this is this is what's been bothering him the entire time. I, of course I can't actually say that. I'm yeah. just saying that I apologize. I I never faced Cordova myself. I don't know where Shouta is now. Ballas is long gone. But Millicent is out there somewhere, still. I, I hope, at least. But we have no idea where she is, and do we really have that much time? It's a great question. I'm sure she'll have hidden herself quite well. She wouldn't want to be found. She didn't like people very much. That's what I hear. But I did hear rumors that she started <clears throat> taking up acolytes long after I was gone. Right? That was the thing that we canonically... Okay. Mm -hmm. I remember that being in the post-credit. Yes, sir. Mystery Bob. I have just realized that you could sum up this campaign by being like, Stoltus is going out getting the band back together. And then they all die or disappear anyway. 
but it's just, well, we're getting the band back together. That's it. That's the campaign. <laughs> yes. Um, is there a, a like drinks on the ship at all? Um, there is some. Get this man a drink. <laughs> there is some rum down below in casks. You just need to uncork it and fill a flagon if you need to. Not to mention, you know, some bottles of wine in the galley, and there are even more exclusive bottles of wine in the captain's quarters. Are there shot glasses at all? Or uh, make an investigation check. You find one. Just one? Just, <laughs> just one. It seems to have been left over from the last crew. Okay. It's a little chipped on the rim, but it can still hold liquid. Okay. Um, I'm going to pour some rum into it. Okay. And then I'm going to take it. Yep. And then I'm going to do it a second time for Sanjiro. That's good. I will say you feel a warmth that is not the rum kind of fall upon you. Sort of a feeling of solidarity. What did she say? She has some PTS pants! <laughs> Sorry, what is going on over there? You said uh, he felt a warmness <coughs> go upon him and I said did he pee his pants? <laughs> <laughs> sense of solidarity as if like I don't know how else to describe it it just feels like um, an old memory of an old friend almost I'd probably say I miss you buddy you get no immediate response but I am sure he feels the same way alright so Sonny you're overlooking the map with Stoltus and everything yep you're not essentially good at navigation, nope, but... she has no idea what she's looking at. There's just a map in front but of But you've got two maps, and you've got... You know... It's kind of easy for you to say, yeah, okay, that's on this map here, too, and you just kind of take the little compass thing, and you've kind of heard of people doing the little compass walk, like, tit-tat, 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 yeah. across them. She yeah. just is doing things to look intelligent. Yeah, you just kind of do that, like, yep, yep, yep. And you're like, okay, yeah, I think I can. She's doing the thing where you're like, yeah, that, lo that looks good. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm exactly. doing. So you've got a rough estimate of where you need to point the ship and everything. Mm -hmm. So It's just it, a matter of what direction it is. That should be... Uh, north Northeast. Northeast, yep. Forbidden lands. But you said east. We would have to cro we'd cross have to cross Emeria first. <clears throat> or go around it. Right. I need to just print you off a map and stick it over there. <laughs> or 
just take a picture of the map with my phone and just... Here, I got you. Was it just on the screenshot? Yeah, I can even send you the one with the grid that has, like, timestamps to tell you how long each uh, square is. Awesome. By the way, after I do that, I'm probably going to walk up to <coughs> the top deck and look look out into the, the heart of faster. The abyss. So I'd be near you. I'm out on the bow, doing my own thing. Yeah. Leave me alone. Main deck. I don't know who you're talking, who are you, who you are. Don't worry. Wait, you don't, do you? No, he has no idea who you are. <laughs> I've never met this man before in my life. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. He's like, this dude just showed up. Unannounced. Disrespectful. So, like, are you heading for the alcove or heading towards... That's what we're trying to figure out. <clears throat> Alright. Because Staltus would be like, oh, alcove would be great because, you know, druids. But the Forbidden Lands is where this guy is at, but... I don't know what to expect out of this guy, so I'd like to find Millicent or Shalta at this point. I just... <sighs> Shalta's decided to go off on her own thing. Right. He's just looking for, like, some kind of guidance at this point. Like, Shalta he's... is getting to spend time with her son that she never got. Like, he's very much so, like, the, leave her the leader of this entire fucking, like, excursion, if you will, but does not have the confidence in his own decisions because he's just me. Have you ever thought that's maybe why Shelfa didn't come along? Yes! I know! <laughs> Alright. You know what? I'm gonna take a coin, or a coin, a uh, page out of Valis' book, and I'm gonna take out a silver piece and throw it up in the air. Alright. Actually, let's do an actual little coin flip here. Uh huh. Who's texting? Oh, that's you! Awesome! Here, I got a coin. Okay, awesome. JK. Thought I did. I should have a coin somewhere here. here. He'll just kind of he'll offer or look uh, show the coin off to Sunny heads tails or whatever. Right. He'll say. Uh, I got a bottle cut. Okay. Yeah, I had a couple in here, or I had one at least. Right. Um, he'll say like. Uh, Alright, Sonny, when I throw it up in the air, you call it. Whichever one you call will be heads between looking for Millicent versus looking for. or going for the druids. So thank you, her. Okay. Alright, so that's heads, that's tails. Okay. Um, I guess we could throw Cord Cordova under the same blanket as Millicent, too, because. whatever. So. That's not it. Alright! Which whatever one you call out is gonna be heads, either the druids or Cordova. Wait, what am I calling out? Just heads or tails or Druids or Cordova. Druids or Cordova. Oh wait, there's one in here. Okay. Two of them in here. Sorry. And he's just saying whatever one turns out to be head or whatever you call out is what's heads gonna be. <laughs> so druids would be heads, yeah, whatever. Alright. Druids. Heads, we're going for the druids. Alright. Set sail for the druids then. Yep. Alright, we're gonna head northeast or northwest to uh Constant at Tid Blue. Alright. She puts on her hat. I'm ready. Alright. Now, Tyler, question for you. Base yes. I'm assuming that the druids like it's on the eastern coast. 
uh, on the other side of the mountains, like tucked into the mountains. Does that mean we have to land somewhere, like an actual coastal town? We will see about that. Um, there is a list on the atlas that says that there is a nearby port. Oh, good. I'll have to add it to my map. Alright, so... Every square is about two and a half hours, so... So it's about five hours if we right. were to go directly to there. It's like a five or All six right. hour flight. Or sailing. Alright, I will say that if everybody has not received the benefit of a long rest as of yet... Yay! Please do so now as you take the five hours necessary to the Druid Alcove. Alright, you do that. <clears throat> so five hours of being you, <laughs> you. later, um, and everybody else being themselves, I'm sure. Five hours pass, you're finally making uh, port. Mm. It is, uh, let's see, it was like midday when you got back from the jungle. Mm -hmm. It's like... So we're probably like late evening late evening yeah so you have the option of either waiting until daybreak or venturing out at night into the alcove well we took a long rest so i mean we could have used that time to sleep i don't know i, I have dark vision if we if we landed at night or whatever i guess saltus would want to go around you're the one who's a druid and has been part of druidic circles do you think they would be taken aback by people showing up in the middle of the night or i don't know it's been 50 years yeah you were there Okay. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, you're literally Casmus killer yeah. in the fucking group. They are. I don't know because it depends. Because like the Western Grove, which is where he learned they were druids of the, like the forests. These guys might have been like yeah. of like the mountain, you know, so or of the sky or whatever. So it, it it would really depend, I guess. What what do I know about this community here? This community, there has been a community here for some years, but they were. They were a very isolated group. Mm -hmm. Not much was known about them, save that they lived along the mountain slopes and sort of... Yeah, the equivalent of the swamp tribe in Avatar. But in the mountains. <laughs> Up in the mountains and within a large plain near one of the mountain entrances. Oh, okay. They sometimes have traded with people in the past, but mostly have kept to themselves. Like the Banuk. In Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's that's a better. I don't know Horizon Zero Dawn. They're the I'm... one tribe that pretty much stays themselves and lives in the mountains. Okay. Anywho, thumbs up to that. So you land at night. And there are some dock attendants there to help you uh, dock and tie down the ship. Mm -hmm. And they um, they approach you and they <gasps> say, "Welcome to the uh, welcome to our land." Uh, What's your business? I come seeking wisdom from the druids in this area. Oh, you're, you're talking about the Silverwood folk? I am. Well, um, I wish you good luck. They are not much the chatty type, I'll tell you, but um, they're not killers either, so that's good. I would hope that they would accept a brother from another tribe. Yeah, that might help. That might help. Mm -hmm. How far is the journey? 
not too long. They settled in a plain um, within the mountains. So it's a little dangerous to go out there at dark. You can't see much, and there's a lot of <gasps> crags and, you know, a couple wild dogs out there. You gotta worry about the mountain cats. Would you recommend we stayed for the night, or... Sure, we can put you up in the inn if you'd like. He's going to look to his companions. What do you guys think? I'm sure I could protect us up there. I know these lands. This is home. I mean, I have no quarrels with the dark. Neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) I am always vigilant. Sonny, you've you've been sailing all day. Are you okay to keep going? I'm fine. Totally pick her up and like piggyback her. I'm walking the light source. Dome is at your service, and all of my gears have been wound up. What? Oh, right. What is the name of this port here? I don't recognize. Oh, this this here port. Um, this is a Mountaineer's Pass. Mountaineer's Pass. That's okay. You guys haven't been around here for very long, have you? No, just about yeah, twenty years now. We used to be called under a different... Well, we weren't even called another name. We were just a random dock out here for the longest time. But the town's kind of grown in the past uh, decades. So, you know, we we don't see a whole lot of visitors. But um, we see enough people that come by for a stop. And we give them some food, some shelter, you know, sell a couple of, you know, knickknacks here and there. Are you in need of finances or anything to help you along your way? Well, I mean, we're oh. not incredibly wealthy, but we're not entirely uh, poor either. We're kind of well off, but I appreciate it. So You don't live beyond your means, essentially. Pretty much. We live a pretty simple life. Bring in people, serve decent food, give them a bed to sleep in, try to help with, um, you know, Seeking a port of refuge. Um, we have a we have a crew on that uh, Quetzalcoatl, correct? Or like a couple of individuals? Yeah, a couple of individuals. Um, a couple of our companions are staying behind here. Uh, I do believe we have some <clears throat> liquor or beverages well, on ship. If you're interested at all, I'm sure they'd be willing to. Well, that's mighty appreciable. Thank you. We'll try not to take too much advantage of that. We'll certainly help ourselves to our share and uh, maybe leave you a little something in turn, too. I would appreciate that. Restock some of your foods and vitals and whatnot, you know, on us. All right. Uh, much appreciate that, sir. Shake his hand and... Uh... He shakes your hand and he says, All right, well, you take care. Watch your step out there and be careful of the mountain cats. They can be pretty prickly. Pretty prickly. Okay. All right, um... Okay, so uh, we head out then, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I would like to... Let me make sure I have the right one. Because, like, it has been a long time here. Um, So I would like to cast uh, at the fifth fifth level commune with nature. Woo! Big spell. Yeah. It's a sensory thing. 
Uh, it says, you briefly become one with nature and gain knowledge of the surrounding territory. In the outdoors, the spell gives you knowledge of the land within three miles of you. In caves and other natural underground settings, the radius is limited to 300 feet. It doesn't function where nature has been replaced by con uh, construction, such as dungeons and towns. Uh, you gain knowledge of up to three facts of your choice about any of the following subjects as they relate to the area. Terrains and bodies of water, prevalent plants, minerals, animals, and peoples, powerful celestial space, fiends, elementals, or undead. Influences from other planes of existences and buildings. Um, basically, what I would like to do is kind of like, kind of like echolocation. Figure out where Everything the is. where the strongest source of the life force is at, because that's where the druids would be. Uh, it's well within your. Millicent is an Asimar. Asimar are celestials. I, I know, but we don't know if Millicent would be here. Like this is. Just... I thought we were talking about how she might be in this area. Legit. We have no idea where she could be. It could be, you know. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then. But anyway, so I just... Just take a moment, take a deep breath, and just, like... It's kind of... I imagine it's kind of, like, forcing all the life energy out, and then release... You're bringing it right back in to, like, figure out where everything is at. You get a couple of pings. So, the largest concentration is within your radius, deep within the mountains. Mm -hmm. There's a large plain with a large concentration of buildings... And the best way it seems to reach it is a stream that runs through this little village. Okay. In fact, that stream kind of empties into a small pond-like reservoir at the edge of town. Oh my god, is that Vincent? When, when he's trying to break in on us. He's like, I want to help! I've come to save you! You shouldn't do that to our guests. You're supposed to do that in a box. You're supposed to do that in the box. Anywho, so yeah, the the, uh, the collected collection of these people is what I pinged. Uh, is there anything else that came through? You said it was a couple things. Uh, you find yeah, you find the village, you find the buildings, you find the stream. Okay. Um, celestial influence though. That receives a pain. Interesting. Is it's it's small, and you're not a hundred percent sure if it's a life form, but it definitely holds a sort of celestial uh, vibe to it. Where does it in in relation? It's in the to center it? of the town, it seems. Or the town to, we're in. Or no, the, not the town you're in, but the town that you sense in the mountains. Interesting. Okay. Stoltus will. Uh reopen his eyes and kind of like take a deep breath and alright I know where we have to go lead the way let's go on a hike uh it might not be a hike Vincent <laughs> can I help you is there any like Sir. small like canoe or boat or anything on the I mean, there's enough ground for you to walk along the stream oh, okay. into it, but yes, there is like a stream heading out as well. So if you follow along the stream and along the land beside the stream, then yeah. you will, yeah. Well, then I guess I'll uh, start walking along that streamline and make my way towards the, the source of the life force energy. All right. It takes you a couple of hours, mm -hmm. and along the way you do encounter a cap, a mountain cap, but it quickly looks at you and kind of acknowledges your presence and then sort of skirts away. It seems to acknowledge that you're 
not easy prey, so to say. Mm -hmm. So it's going to keep to its own. A few hours later, um, you hear the soft sound of somebody singing in the distance. Singing? Oh, in the dark? This is in the dark, surprisingly. What is the weather like? Is it like a... It's balmy. It's, um, it's not too... It's, it's colder now that it's gone dark. But, um, it's... There's not much wind because of the mountains. Mm -hmm. So you get the full smell of fresh pasture. And in the far distance, there's some very... Um, there's smells of some cooking, very simple cooking mm -hmm. in the distance. And there is that song that you hear in the distance. Do I recognize it at all? You do not. Hey, yeah, by no. It's Hey Ya. Um. <clears throat> the song, as you get closer to it, comes to you. I will bow and be simple, I will bow and be free, I will bow and be humble, ye bow like the willow tree. Continues on for another verse, and then, I will bow, this is the token, I will bear the easy yoke, I will bow and be broken, yea, I fall upon the rock. Just for the aesthetic. Since it sounds like it's the same melody over and over again, can I mimic it with my pan flute? So it's kind of like a melody that mixes in with it. For a while the singing continues and then it stops as soon as it hears the pan flute. Mm -hmm. And then a voice cries out, Who's there? A friend. I hope. Not sure I know you, friend. Where do you hail? Shylor Village. But more so the Western Grove. Where I was taught. Silence. For a brief bit. And then Mother Anne! Mother Anne! Wizard of Oz's bitch. And you hear the voice kind of trail away, you know, calling for this Mother Anne. Mm -hmm. As you uh, approach the edge of this place, a voice suddenly calls out to you. Do I smell wet grass? <laughs> what? What? Oh, God, I need something, like, whimsical. Hold on. Something really woodsy and nerdy, nature-y, like, uh... No, you only smell the wet dew on the morning sun. That was just a tempt of a joke. That was downright horrible. Or else I ain't druid enough to understand it. Is that you, Stolas? Do I recognize this voice? You do. What? You imagine, you remember the voice coming from the end of a long stick, coming from white shattering... Yes! <gasps> it's Jabberwock. It's Jabberwock. <laughs> 
Jabberwock. <laughs> Jabberwock, I, I hear you, but I don't see you. Where are you? I'm somewhere out in the dock. So unless you grew bat eyes or something, and you got echolocation, you just ain't gonna find me none. Yes. Can I see him? You do see him. <laughs> Can I see him? Do you have dark vision? Yes, I do. You do also see him. It is a small skull standing on a post out towards the field along the stream, and you faintly see the glow of his purple eyes standing out against this sort of grayish background that your dark vision gives you. Oh, is there a friends with a skull? I ain't just a skull, Feathers. I'm a talking staff skull. So you're a bonehead. Waka waka. Seraphir, please lead me to him. I cannot see him that well from here. Just follow the sound of my salty voice. Mm. It's that way. I kind of wanted to Eventually, eventually, through the help of everybody pointing him out, you do see the, you know, the purple light of the skull's yeah. eyes. Yes, you're staring right at me. I do see you now. Since when are your eyes so green? Since... What are you doing out here? I should be asking you the same thing. Weren't you stuck in a tree? Weren't you stuck in Millicent's hand? Ha! Now that's a good crack back. Anyways, yeah. A while ago I was stuck in Millicent's hands. She's doing well, by the way. Good. Is she, where is she? Well, she ain't here, unfortunately. It's a shame. She left me here a while ago as a debt to all these druids here. Millicent having a debt to druids? Sorta, kinda. It was just for me to keep an eye on them and keep an eye on the Victorians as well. Because they was trying to cause some trouble. And then the dragons chased him out. It's a whole hell of a long story. Victor wasn't expecting dragons. <clears throat> Anyways, last I heard, she was saying something about she was going to have to fly a long ways up. 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 She ain't dead, though. If she was dead, boys, would I know it. I'm still attuned to her. But she's so far on my radar, I can't even... I can't even pinprick her. But she definitely left light. Yeah, I can't point, jackass, but it's up. <laughs> Can you communicate with her? Boy, if I could communicate with her, would I be still stuck in the ground? Why am I just imagining Sako? Have you been fucking listening? <laughs> Didn't Millicent have an earring? Probably, but does she still? And would they reach, and was it the same connection, right. I guess? Yeah. So Jabberwock's just stuck in the ground? He's been, yeah, he's been stuck in the ground, sort of set up along some rocks, and there's a nice little post that these people have apparently made for him to keep him held up for all this long time. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, Jabberwock, these are my friends. Uh, Blazeriel, Azurafir... Scarlet and Sunny. I'm Sunny. I like your style. Thanks! I like your pink hair, too. It's really fun. Oh my god, if Thanks. we get two characters where reading is to wield Jabberwock. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, I immediately thought that. Um, 
Well, okay. Um, so you can't reach her right now. That's that's fine. Uh, wh what about these druids here? Oh, they're fine. They're a little funny in some ways, but, you know, they keep to themselves. I hear they make great whiskey, though. Shame I can't drink no more. Or I'd be a pretty happy laughing skull up in the air. They don't talk to me much, though. But then again, they just don't get my sense of humor. I, I admit, I don't think I get your sense of humor as well, but... No, you don't. But I still like you, even though you've, even though you've got wet grass between your ears. Honey <laughs> <laughs> made a new friend. <laughs> um, where's their village at? Oh, you're yeah, not too far. Just keep walking that way. You'll be in town center for sure. I think they're in, uh, oh, what they call it? Prayer? I don't know. Prayer. Prayer. You know. Prayer. Prayer. Oh, I'm sorry. Leave me alone. That's why you got wet grass between your ears. I was going to offer you to bring you with us so you weren't stuck out here in the mud, but maybe I'll leave you here. Well, hey, you don't have to be going like that. Come on. Look, I know my uh, my humor is abrasive, but for God's sakes, get me out of this goddamn hole! Just don't attune to me or nothing. I don't want your, your grassy hands all over me. <laughs> no, wait, I'm sorry. But just don't attune to me. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready for new ownership, you know? And it's nothing against you, it's just. It's she left me behind, man! What kind of a gal does that? It's not like I was romantically involved with her or nothing. I wouldn't. Well, I ain't going there. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, we was with each other for a long, long time. Longer than most of my other owners. The last guy I was with, he was a lich. But he didn't have a sense of humor. And see, I never got around to telling you all this because the calamity happened and whatsoever happened. And, you know, he just couldn't take a joke. So he sold me off to that fey guy, and I'm just sitting in there in that vault, and he don't like my sense of humor because, oh, he's so prissy and refined. Did he? No, uh... Heads up. Um, <laughs> yeah, the... It the, was the gentleman. Yeah, Mr. Thistlehair. Was that him? Well, and he's gonna, like, grab under her hand to, you know, help ease and... Oh, man, you didn't meet him again, did you? He's gone. The hell do you mean he's gone? Get me out of this hole. You gotta tell me all this on the way to town. Sure. Alright, make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Get me out of the this street. dirt so you can give me the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks, I already have a staff. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine? Psych! <laughs> no, it's Dad doesn't want to get a talk. Stultus doesn't want to take Jabberwock. Stultus and Jabberwock five minutes later. You said dexterity saving throw? Yes, please. That's a 12. Okay, so you're able to cross the stream, hop on a couple of rocks, mm -hmm. and you're able to pull them out of the ground. 
And he's like, thanks, buddy. Okay, I'm gonna actually just, like, Sonny catch and, like, chuck him. Yeah! So catch him. Hey, grass for brains! Don't go throwing a guy around! I'll get the stick out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you get down here and pull it out for yourself? You jack wagon! You know if what? that's what you're into anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen. He talks to me about having a stick up my ass. I don't even have an ass to begin with. I'm all head. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Nick's trying to hold in the last minute and farts. <laughs> 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 Alright. All pleasantries aside. Pleasantries. Trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like your pink hair. We're just gonna get along. Yeah. Right, let's go find these druids. And maybe we can get you reconnected with Millicent. Yeah, sure. I'd appreciate that. Alright, I'll cross over the rocks and... Alright, yeah, you make your way into town. And just as you're entering the town borders, that voice you heard comes coming towards you. They're over here! Mother Anne, they're over here! And three people approach you. One is a person that's dressed sort of like a farmer, mm -hmm. and the other are a couple of people uh, dressed in some well-woven uh, clothes. They seem to be uh, made out of simple materials like burlap and uh, uh, simple uh, cloth and... The, the clothing of sophistication. <laughs> One of them is wearing, surprisingly, a silk scarf, and she approaches you. Hello, I'm Mother Anne. May I ask who you are? He's gonna bow. Uh, Stoltus the Clever Revenant. Hmm. The name is not familiar to me, but it is a pleasure to meet you. You said you came from another... Yes, I came from out west, in the Western Grove. Uh, I was born in Shylor. Shylor? A long time ago, before the Calamity. I see. Shylor has since fallen, I'm afraid. Yeah. I, um... I acted as a conduit for the life force outside of Shylor for 50 years. And... Now I've been awoken, and Shiloh is not the place that I left it as. I see. <clears throat> Anyways, um... I was told to come looking for you. Who not sent you? Not you specifically, but I was told of druids who still remained outside of the Victorian Reach. We do, and we have. I see you've removed our guard post. I ain't no guard post, lady. I'm just a staff. He is an old friend. I say with much hesitation. Hesitate all you want. How about you shaking weather like a leaf? Sonny, go put him back. No! Don't put me back! I'm sorry! It's just my nature! I'm not putting him back. This thank is you. Friend. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Sonny Pink here. Yeah, yeah, you're a doll. You're a pal. Thanks. <laughs> Don't mention it. 
I see. He has a very... Loud a, mouth. Yes, indeed. We thank you for coming here. I don't know how much... What much we can do for you at this time. I... I don't have an answer as to necessarily what I'm looking for. I... A lot has changed. And honestly, it's very nice to see some familiar people, if you will. Mm. Well, 50 years' time changes many things. We've had to evolve and change as well. What do you mean? We're not... We've never truly been druids like many of the other druids. But in especially the 50 years... We've developed customs that you may find unusual, I suppose. I don't know how I feel about this. Can you elaborate on that, please? Hmm. Well, I suppose it begins with what do you believe are the tenets of a druid? What is a Druid's chief purpose in life? To find the balance between humanity and the life force, and to. I don't know. It's all about preserving the will of the energies overall. Well, that certainly aligns with us very well. <laughs> you weren't worried that we had become oh we've heard so many rumors cannibals or something else do not worry we've heard such rumors and they have been well, dismissed by the people who venture into a, our village but rumors are rumors and they grow like weeds is he about the fucking midsummer is <laughs> But even some weeds flower into a beautiful blue. It depends on the weed. If it has use, it can be a good medicine. Or a great addition to one's diet, certainly. But there are some weeds that are more devastating than others. <laughs> has a staff told you any of our history? Not necessarily. He mentioned a debt by Millicent Drake. Oh. Mother Ingrid told me that story. Yes. She came here a few years back. And her dragons were presiding over the valley. In fact, their temple's not too far up to near the summit. There's a temple? Oh, yes, to the dragon priests. But they abandoned the cause years ago. The Victorians nearly ran them away. There are still some sects that maintained their own, but they're few and far between. I'm sorry, the, the Victorians were able to 
face dragons? Not necessarily. They could not face the might of the dragons themselves, but it became clear to Millicent that hmm, her practices would not be welcome within Esther. And as the presence grew and grew of the Victorian influence, she decided it was best to head for a safer place. Up. Yes. What is up there? <laughs> Shut up, Nick. <laughs> what What's up, up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> I know... I, obviously things have changed, but as far as I know, we have the reaches of the veil, and that's, that's it. The veil has come down. Haven't you heard? I've heard that there's been fluctuation. Not just fluctuation. The veil was torn asunder when the Stone of Corponent was fully resealed. Like, recently? Not recently, recently. Okay, because... Fifty I... years ago, when okay. the Calamity was settled, it also unhinged the veil. It has opened the world to numerous things. People from outside the Vale were finally able to come in. And go out. Yes. So she's beyond the Vale. Mm. I... Forgive me. We were sworn to not tell anyone unless they were worthy. I, and I do not wish to mean you any harm, but you've yet to prove worth to us. Here we go. <laughs> He's the reason that you are here. We have been here regardless of Stultus of Revenant, who I have never heard of. No one would be here if he did not prevent the Calamity from ending Esther. It wasn't just me, I... But you were there! Hmm. What do you need from me to prove my worth? Are you sure you're ready for that? I don't see why not. You've proven yourself enough. To prove that you are worthy and that you are one of us, you must face the trial of the Wickerthorn. That sounds ominous as fuck. That sounds cool. What the fuck is the Wickerthorn? Zerfir, please tell me you said it just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I am a druid for the love of God. Wickerthorn. Yeah, sure, I won't actually say that, but I'll have my use. What are what is the trial of the Wickerthorn? I'm not familiar. Deeper into the mountains, past our field, there is a wall of thorns called the Wickerthorn. It is a host that has grown as far as into the mountain pass as it can before reaching this plain. The trial of the Wickerthorn is that a druid 
who is worthy must pass through the wicker thorn and drink of the nectar of the wicker tree. If they be worthy, they will return unharmed. And if not? Then the wicker thorn will take into itself what is weaker than itself. Many less worthy have been lost to the secrets of the wicker tree and have become wicked. They have become wickered things, things that walk among the wicker thorns. Children of the thorn. <clears throat> To go down that road is treacherous. Many of us have all made our way into the wicker. And all of you here, you are worthy. Yes. What makes a person unworthy? They may lose their way. There are visions within the wickering of the wicker thorn. Ooh, actually, you know what? That'll probably strike a chord with Xerophir with all his shit going on. Mm-hmm. Well, in Stoltis, like, they'll lose uh -huh. his way. He's lost his way. Mm -hmm. Every turn they is a turn have. to the wrong memory. Every step is a step into one's very heart and soul. And once you approach the wicker tree and drink of the nectar... There you will come to face, face to face with the great mirror. And you will see yourself as yourself. And you must face the reflection and understand. When one has completed the trial, you must stand before the elders and recount everything that you have seen. What are we to bring? Only what you take in with you. Oh, I don't know. Stop, like, mm. Okay. Uh, Stoltis mm. will turn away from this woman and look to his companions and... I think it's a bunch of bullshit. They should just tell you what you need to know right the fuck now. No, it's... It's more than that. The... The tradition of the druid is sacred. It could help me find out if... What I did was truly right. Forsaking the All-Mother. Perhaps I'm not worthy. Perhaps neither of us are. Oh, we will the way to find out. Mm -hmm. Boy, does this party have confidence issues <laughs> or something? Yes! <laughs> I... I can't ask you guys to risk your own safety. You're not. I'm still going.
I need to go. Well, for what it's worth, my opinion may not matter as much as years of druidic history, but I think you're already worthy. Gay! Do you have a library here? We do, yes. Why? Maybe you should actually read about what some people have done for the world of Esther, and I'm going to give her my book that the gentleman gave me. Oh, shit, son. She takes the book. <clears throat> Just chucks it in the fire. Hmm. There's no need to rush off into the trial right away. You're still welcome to stay within here. We'll give you food and shelter and such. He'll give me and the other eldresses and elders some time to read through this. Perhaps if we find the truth within these pages, perhaps we can at least tell you what happened to Millicent. The wickering is mainly our ritual for those who wish to stay in the community. It's our rite of passage into life. Yeah, but now they're questioning their worth and they're going to want to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but we will take this into consideration. Please, stay, and we'll provide you food. And you're free to attend the ceremony as well. The ceremony? Yes. We often sing in praise of nature in the central hall. Like oh, fucking Leia in the the Ewok yeah, village. Yeah, oh, hundred yeah. percent. Like Stoltis. Oh, are... like those moss cloaks that mm. like and dresses that we found. Oh, no, Stoltis, hundred yeah. percent. Like, spoiler alert, is going to shed like the armor and stuff that he picked up in mm-hmm. whatever and get traditional druid garb for this trial. I don't even know if he'll carry his weapon or his staff or sword in with him. Like yeah. he wants this to be as pure as possible for himself. Yeah. I am so out of place here. <laughs> yeah, Blazer earlier. Definitely out of place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go and bug naked. Sunny, I cannot guarantee cinnamon rolls, but there are plenty of delicacies the druids have been able to concoct with the natural Good foods berry. of our land. Oh, we have cinnamon rolls, of course we do. And fresh buttercream that we've whipped from the cows. Sea saltus. Yes, Dolphins. The world sure has changed. Obviously, we're the better. <laughs> oh, I forgot to give you introductions. This is Elder Sophia. A pleasure to meet you. And this is one of our residents here. This is Ezekiel. Pleasure to meet you. Ezekiel. Kitty, uh, no. My companions here, Blaze Rio, Azurafir, Scarlet, and Sunny. A pleasure to meet you all. Very common, like, angelic name. Where is that from? A lot of things. Yeah. Ezekiel. It sounded familiar. I mean, there's the book of Ezekiel starring, uh. I I just thought we might have heard that before. And, And 
Esther or... I would be interested, before our trials, I would be interested in sharing stories, seeing how the tales of my lands are different from the tales of yours. Oh, certainly. There will be time during the ceremony. Excellent. Well, let's not... Let's not dawdle. Let's... Tyler's like, yeah, let me give them a party before I torture them. Oh, this is 100% like maze uh, from uh, Goblet of Fire bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the druid who lived come to die. <laughs> I've already been shadow, or uh, I've already been dark linked. What else could he fa- possibly fucking do to me? Yeah. Anywho, um, so you head into the center of town. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, how are we doing on time for you? I'm good for a while. All right, dude, you're um, about to pass out. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> so, Azurfir could just like sleep. <laughs> Well, he's not playing Azura here, uh, so... Blazer, you know, I was whatever. Say. <laughs> I mean, I'm out of place in the Zura anyway. Blazer cool. just crawl, rolls up into one of the fire pits and just like... <laughs> With Charlie's just, just, just buck naked. <laughs> <laughs> Holding his axe. <laughs> cuddling it. <laughs> I am one with the fire and the fire is with me. Are we good for maybe about another hour or so? I could do another hour or so. It's up to you guys. Okay. Cash money. If I need to leave, I can. Okay. All right. Um, He's all right. Pilot. So they they escort you to the middle of town. They have um, a lot of the food here is most. Can we pause for a second? Oh yeah, sure. Well, we'll be right back. No fidget. And we're back. Oh, hold Thank on you for holding. Um, <clears throat> so the um, the druids take you. Uh, into the center of We're town. We're having our, like, celebration that's not on Endor time. <laughs> right. Night. We haven't the Empire yet. Yet. And they have, they take you to this... Before dinner kind of, They take you to this center sort of building in the center of town where a lot of the druids have uh, gathered inside this very large, ornate hall. Ornate as far as druids go. It's very well-crafted and well... Is it like, I want to say like a wigwam? Is that what they're called? Like Native American, like the large, like, like longhouse? No. If anything, many of the buildings in this village are in an almost colonial style. Interesting. Uh, Okay. What in tarnation? I can dig it. Oh, so we're feel this is very much so like down in the bayou kind of like. Not even like that. It's more like. Have, I've never been to one, but has anybody ever seen or been to a Shaker's Village? Oh. You mean Sawyer's Village? No. No, a Shaker's. What is a Shaker? What the fuck is a Shaker? Uh, they're, um. Here, just Google it next. Shake, 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 I showed you what the vagina pod looked like. You gotta show me that. God! Bro. My brother in Christ. That's was a strike three. Put the gun down. You put the gun down. It's my gun. Put no. it down. You put it down. I am in the middle of this. I don't want to be in the middle of this. 
Well, too bad you're in the middle of this, Mike. Put the gun hey, down. You poop first. I won't shoot if you don't. Fine, I'm not getting this all on the podcast this, anyway. This is... Yeah, think <laughs> like Assassin's Creed 3. I was gonna suggest that! Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a sugar village. I know what That's that pretty is. cool. So they're, they're a lot more advanced than what... I was actually gonna ask if it was like Assassin's Creed 3 era building. Yeah, that sounds about right. Kind of like, like Sauter Village. Yeah. That's literally why I said that you were like, no! Yeah, it's... Yeah, basically. Is Villa a shaker? Essentially. They have, they have like, a smith. They've got, like, a leather worker. Suck know. my ass. Yeah, how do I want to smoke? So never mind, I got it. Anywho, mm. continuing on. It's just like Sauter Village, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I've never been to oh, Sauter Village. So you would love it. Let's go. Let's go. I want to make my own butter. Churn butter. If it would love... Something I don't look like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. So, they lead you to this very large, colonial-esque building where all the druids have gathered. You notice that everybody is wearing the same sort of simple burlap clothes uh, sewn in a very colonial-esque style. Okay. It's almost like that scene in... uh, Pottsville from uh, Over the Garden Wall. Oh, okay. They're all sort of uh, beginning to dance around a maypole and they're singing a very simple song of um, I love to see the wheels in motion Love to see them moving round Love to hear the drums a-beating Love to hear the trumpet sound And you notice that there are two concentric circles. One is going one way around the maypole and another outer circle of people dancing uh, the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And occasionally they will stop and clap their hands, and then the circles will change direction. Reverse, yeah. Oh, cool. I don't know what you're talking about. I keep I'm still waiting for the midsummer moment. Don't give him ideas. What? Stoltis is just vibing right now. Like it's It's very different, but it's very familiar, especially like the dance... They serve a simple dinner of very simple meats and very simple sort of druidic uh, dishes, fresh salads, mm-hmm. corn on the cob, with their own homemade churned butter, and yes, those cinnamon buns with the freshly made buttermilk cream. That's interesting to eat meat here. What are they serving? They could choose to... Um, some roasted chicken. Oh, yeah. uh, some roast beef. Pizza. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely getting. I'm definitely getting like a, a a leg of a chicken. You do that, and people kind of notice your your appearance. Excuse me. Yeah. They notice your appearance. They don't say anything right away. They keep to themselves, but they um, look at me. They look at you. They nod at you, and they continue on. You know, enjoying the ceremony. I mean, ceremony. I don't wave and stuff like that. Just to be, like, uh, nice and shit like that. There's a little girl that sort of waves to you, and one of the <laughs> elders sort of, um, pats them. Hmm. Hmm. They're not necessarily hostile, they're just sort of wary. They just don't know what to make of you. That's valid. Is it gonna be, like, the, uh, lady... In fact, one of the, uh... 
a male member of the, uh, the druidic, uh, of the druids kind of approaches you and says, those are, um, are those, um, are they ornamental? Uh, no, no, those are my horns. Me so Fuck. Go to horny jail. Sorry, that was too easy. Go to Boy, appropriate penis. jail, Nicholas. Thank you. I didn't even mean to, I just said that's my horns. I know. It's fine. So, he just looks at you and says, Ah, where do you hail from? Shit, what was the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Don't look at me. Oh... I will say that you're from from Amira, Amiria on the desert. Yeah, Amiria on the desert near the hellhole. <laughs> Home, comma hell. <laughs> it, you said a hellhole. It's not a hell house. It's a hellhole. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I used to live next to a sulfur pit, which is the entrance to hell. <laughs> the hells. The hells. Oh. You said did you, me. um, did you resource any sulfur? No. <laughs> but you live near a sulfur pit. I just live there, man. Well, we live here as well, but we live off the land. Do you eat sulfur? What? Do you No, eat? If, if anything, the, uh, the blacksmith used the fires and stuff like that from there. In the heat. Ah. Okay. Well. Um. How is the how is the food? Good. Good meat. That's good. It's home raised. Yep. We raise the chickens here. I know it's good. Yes. But you don't eat sulfur. Or you no, didn't, I, you I, didn't I, mine sulfur, or...? Blazerail, it's not uncommon for the Druid communities to use every resource in its full capacity. Nothing was kept just for the sake of having it. Hmm. My people didn't eat meat, but we did honor any meat that did come within our borders and thanked it for its pro uh, the way it could provide for our community. Gotcha. So they raised their... <clears throat> meets here. And yes. it's, a, it's an honorary sacrifice by said creatures. They're not treated anything less than as a living thing. We treat our chickens and our cows and everything well. It's become something of a necessity. Out of respect, yeah. And a necessity. Well, absolutely. When we first came here, there mm -hmm. was not much to raise. We brought some fruit some fruit seeds many, many years ago, and we were able to make a lush little forest in between the plain here. But we alone, man alone cannot live simply off of apples and simple fruits. One needs other means. Some of the more resourceful of our community were able to build stills. We harvested the fruits in order to make a fine alcohol, 
fine ciders and fine wines. And we sold those wines. And in return, we were given laying hens, some cattle, and many other things. And we learned to become more agrarian in our culture. Less hidden forest folk and more of a hidden farmer's valley, if you will. I can understand that. But keep in mind, we do not buy more than we need, and we certainly raise as much as we need for all the community. So long as all of us puts in our hard labor and work to keep the community alive, they are welcome to the share of the land and the spoils. Agrarian. Is it agrarian or betrachiary? <laughs> Go <to> vocabulary fail. <laughs> Damn it, I missed. Um, while this whole conversation is going on, I kind of just want to scope out, like, who who's the elder amongst these people? There are she two elders. Oh, there, oh. there are two elders and two eldresses, mm -hmm. it seems. And they sit at a table a little ways away from the maypole, and you see them studying the book very carefully. Mm -hmm. They're skimming through the lines, they're taking down notes, they're discussing the book amongst themselves. Uh, I would like to kind of... What, what's Scarlet up to at this point, I guess? I want a cool druid dress. Oh. I always need a new dress. Actually, a couple ladies have uh, stopped you and said, Oh, my dear, what fabric is that? What fabric is it? I don't know. It's a sort of a cotton poly... Um, You're up ...fiber mix out of this uh, sort of new mm. material that the Victorians have sort of crafted called polyester. Mm. Polyester. <laughs> <coughs> okay, would I just like relay that information then? I mean... I suppose, yeah. Okay. I mean, they look to you and they say, it's very nice, it's very, um, it's very bright. You're very welcome. Where do you come from? Um, we talked about this recently, didn't we, Tyler? What's the I think we, yeah. I think we established we, you were also on Constant and Blue. Yeah, but we couldn't really figure out the village name, and then Tyler mentioned something. <clears throat> I'm trying to pull it up. Hmm? Oh, did the guy say anything else? I know it was upriver, so I don't know if it was Lindstone, Green Bend, or one that Tyler named that. So I do you get like offended if somebody's chicken in front of you? No, I think we've been over that. Oh, that's right, because your uh, elves are carnivores. That's right. Greg and Tyler. Okay, let's right? see. Look up. Yeah. Oh, the cat's down there eating something. Oh no. Ashen out here. Ah, that's cool. Long fit of my fellow. Um, okay, as for, as for Lillian, I can't remember the name of the village, and I'm sure it is buried in the chat somewhere. I'd hate to rename a place that may have a name, but before I went back to sleep, I heard Roses May. If that is acceptable, I will write that down for reference. Okay. No, that was Tyler. Roses May? Yeah. Can you send me a... Did we... It was on Constantinople, though, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay, 
so it's probably a smaller village. Oh, that's right, because we made that connection. I was like, small beginnings. Yeah. Okay. I will plug so in. So I would say that I hail from Rose's May, but really I'm a little bit from everywhere. Oh. <clears throat> well, that's very, that's very interesting. What do you do? We love music. Oh gosh. Sing, sing. We sing our simple. We oh. sing a simple song, but sing it speaks to the truth of the community. Now I keep on making the midsummer jokes, but Scarlet is perfect prime opportunity for a midsummer. I still have to see that movie. Oh no. <laughs> yes, I mean yes, dude. It's a fant one of my favorite horror movies ever. Your your music is beautiful, and your home is beautiful. Thank you. It's taken a lot of work to create this whole village, to build it and maintain it and everything. We're so happy to have people here. It's, um... Thank you. It's... Oh, you're welcome. It's... Oh, no. Thank you. Oh! It's, um... It's always very welcome, of course. <clears throat> we usually keep to ourselves. It's usually better that way. Not all travelers are bad. Oh no, we certainly agree. We still trade with a few people. We still sell some simple whiskeys and nice wines here and there, but any money we make it goes towards the community and buying things to paint the houses, buy the feed, anything that we can't really maintain, we use the money evenly. Actually, you know about the Victorians' policy of servitude, yes? Yes, I am familiar. Well, there was a person among them in servitude who, his name is, his name is Thomas. He's one of our, our best farmhands, one of our best people, and for a while he was in servitude. We pooled in all of our resources and purchased him and then said he was free. He stayed here with us. That's wonderful. It's always interesting to meet worldly people, of course. Many of us come here as orphans. We're dropped off by parents who cannot afford us, or some of us come here, but not all of us, but many of us also come here because they've heard the stories of the lifestyle here. It's very simple. Very... It's good work. It's good work in the name of nature. Do you communicate often with other Druidic communities? No. <clears throat> not really. We are not sure if there are any. We figure we're some of the last. 
and even so, we've changed so much in the years since the purges that, and even before, that we don't always see eye to eye. Didn't, I should say. And how do you plan to... pass on what you know well that's always the hope that people come to us for the cause or there are plenty of lonely children out there who haven't a home that are left at our town I mean we've no other way of having children I'm sorry what We're we're a celibate society. <laughs> we we do not practice marriage <coughs> or have any sexual congress with each other. How can you call yourself people of nature? We tend to the land. Do as the animals do. So let's do it like they do on the I prefer Nat Geo myself. (laughs) So you just hope that people will find you and then you take in children who have really no other options and you hope that will preserve your way of life? It's been that way for over... 40 years, just about, so. <laughs> it just like that's how to convince them all the fuck. <laughs> you're gonna tell me, I mean, you're gonna tell me you're gonna have a celebration of, of like life on the earth, there's gonna be no fucking. <laughs> <laughs> What's the goddamn point? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're sworn to our cause. We will not taste the temptation of sex. But you'll eat meat and make liquor. We don't drink the liquor. We just did it to sell. I don't mean to criticize, I just um, Oh no, I I understand it. It must be very jarring. And we've we've had to Well, we understand. Many people have had that similar reaction when they've come here. We keep it in as well and we allow people to stay. Don't you want your community to grow though? It does grow through the people that come looking for this kind of life. And eventually some people may leave. I mean, there are many worldly desires out there. And anyway, many of the people who leave often return and let us raise their children. Stoltz is actually here for this conversation, no. but that would definitely be a very weird thing for him to. Maybe they multiply via osmosis. Or not osmosis, mitosis. <laughs> I mean, I was merely asking if you have like a library or a school, but this is uh Oh, we certainly have libraries and schools, yes. Multiply by osmosis. 
They just kind of meld together and then split into three. <laughs> and we have a wonderful school, and we keep counsel, and we work, and we sew, and we make products to sell to traders, and we raise chickens, we raise cattle, we raise, we've even raised some horses to do the field work. I know it seems very strange, but this is our life and our home. We wouldn't have it any other way. Well, I certainly can't tell you how to live. <laughs> this is where Stoltis walls up. Okay. <laughs> there you are. I was looking for you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Did you know they don't fuck? <laughs> Do you not fuck? What kind of what kind of druid are you? I just need to know. One of a kind. <laughs> uh, no, he's gonna truck. <laughs> was. He's gonna walk up and say, "Hey, what's uh, what's going on? Are you enjoying yourself here?" I am learning more about druidic culture. <laughs> oh, Stotus, they don't fuck. I'm <laughs> <laughs> here, Mike, or a, a, a blaze reel? I no, mean, he is not. Am I not? No, you were getting. They were doing their food. own thing. You were yeah. not there. You guys like went to the library or something, right? I went I to go look the for her. What? I also oh, okay. I'm wearing a fire red in the middle of like yeah. a bunch of green, so I'm pretty easy to see. Yeah. Um, I was gonna get a pretty dress, but I just learned about the entire like <laughs> inner workings of a celibate society. You still would have said that. <laughs> um, yeah, he's gonna. Like, hey, how how's it going? Um. It's nice. What do you roll? Interesting. Interesting. <coughs> oh, you uh, rolled a three. Good things, I hope. Damn. Um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she learned a great deal about our culture here. Oh, I'm sure it's very interesting. The Druid communities are all a little bit different, I, I, as I understand. Oh, yes. We're a celibate society. That's the first thing they said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, then how do your... Go. You know what? Scarlet's just like, no, no, no. <laughs> the, world, the world is full of many surprises. That it is. He's just gonna kind of like make eye contact with Scarlet, like. I've always been curious are other druids celibate as well? Oh we my are? god, why are we talking about this? <laughs> um. Sister Gracia, come now. Don't bother him with such details. That's worldly. We're. I'm sorry. No, no, it, it knowledge is knowledge is magic. It's it's important to know how the world works. Mm. Um my community was not. Oh. Um I don't know what else to say beyond that, to be completely honest. So um, how does that work exactly? Oh Come now, you don't need to know about worldly things. You're too young anyway. 
I'm just about 18. Please, I'm just curious. Maybe another time. Just let them have a celebration. I'm terribly sorry. She gets curious about such things. I'm Sister Matilde. This is Sister Gracia. It is a pleasure to meet you both. Um, Scarlet Saltus. A pleasure. Well, we hope you enjoy your festivities here. I don't know when the elders will be able to speak. They seem very fixated on that tome that they brought in with them. That's quite alright. I was actually hoping to talk to them, but I can hold off. Do you want to dance, maybe? Okay. So, you enter into the maypole and somebody steps out and mm -hmm. says, Here, you know, take one of the ribbons. And you fucking each... Fucking ribbons. You each take the... You each Not take fucking ribbons. I was ribbons. gonna say, they can't be fucking ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> We're not fucking each other. Maybe they are fucking ribbons. Oh my god, stop! <laughs> oh my god. The E stands for emotional damage. Stop it! <laughs> around the maypole for a good long while going this way and that way and switching in the positions clapping along to the song it's a very charming little moment with each other Yay. and then uh, finally the celebrations come to a brief halt as the elders rise and speak <clears throat> everyone we have very special guests here with us today Guests from from the world <laughs> of Esther. <laughs> we have uh, accepted them into our community to share in our celebratory in our celebration. <laughs> Did you think he was going to say celibacy? Sonny's <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> We're all going to get cast around. But these just like, what's a celibate <laughs> society? <laughs> Actually, Jammerwalk's been kind of whispering to you, you know the celibates, right? Oh no. What's a celibate? Oh no. It means they don't bone each other. <laughs> so how does their skin stand up? Soltis' <laughs> <laughs> head snaps to look at Jammerwalk. <laughs> From across the fucking area, like, <laughs> I will bury you, motherfucker. I was gonna say, you're crowned, it just buries him in the fucking <laughs> Man, I don't, I don't know how the men get it up in this town. I don't know how, 
I wouldn't know how anyways. They only leave me on the edge of town and I just say, look, there's people. <laughs> and they sure as hell don't fuck them, that's for sure. <laughs> Why did it go down this path? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what being celibate means anyway, Sonny. You know, it, it means they don't fuck. Oh. Neat. Do they... What about the other words? They do shit? Well, yeah, they, they shit and they piss and they <laughs> they barf and they hurl and they scream and they curse. Okay. Well, no, they don't curse, actually. No. Take that back. Mock that as an X. They don't curse. Okay. They don't curse. They don't fuck. So they none don't... of the bad words? <clears throat> no. Well, two of the bad words. They piss and shit. Okay. I think I got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the elders. Charlotte filing how to curse a magical object in her brain for later. <laughs> so the elders have stood up and they have welcomed you into the community and they say, Stultus Revenant, will you please step forward? We have finally decided to deliver judgment. Wait, what? Step forward, then. Eldris Amelia will uh, tell you everything. An older woman who is the second high eldress of the community looks towards you. I have heard some stories of Stoltis Revenant from the past. And this book can... Con con confirms... Some of these facts, some of these rumors to be fact. So, talking amongst the other elders and eldresses, you may not necessarily take the trial of the wicker of the wicker thorn. I'm sorry, I, I'm not allowed to. You may certainly do so if you wish, but. To give you the answer you asked for, it is not required. He must have proved he's worthy, though. Mm -hmm. <coughs> may I ask, even if I receive the answer now, may I still take the trial? Certainly. Scarlet is like, what? <laughs> You came seeking for Millicent, and where she left. Yes. We know of a way to visit her. Many years ago, when she took the dragons and ascended into the heavens, she left something behind for us to safeguard. At the summit of the mountain, at their temple, hidden inside, is said to be a moonstone. And taking the moonstone into hand and turning it thrice in your palm will take you to where she has gone. Just thinking about dragon tails. Mm -hmm. I wish, I wish with, with all, all my heart. heart. <laughs> to fly with dragons. 
Mm. And that's that's it. Yes, that's it. Okay. Um. Wow. I believe she was waiting for you to return. How would she have known I was going to return? I didn't even think I was going to return. Hmm. Perhaps she didn't know per se. But she had a feeling, I believe. Else how she would not have left something behind of such value. Millicent liked me. I always thought she hated me. Yeah, but she was she was the grumpy one who was soft for a very select group of people. Yeah. Which is why I adore her. <laughs> ah. Um Okay. Great. Awesome. This is a lot. You're telling me. Everything we've gone through with this is a lot? Yeah, but... Where, where is up? Where is... There's nothing physically up there. Mm, there is. Every night it passes by. Don't you see it? Do you know the legend of where Moonstone comes from? I would be willing to guess the moon. She smiles. She's on... The moon is beyond our reach! Oh, no. While I am not of the worldly type, she pulls out, I read the newspaper. <laughs> In fact, it came this wonderful issue, a local paper called the Tea Leaves. I remember Is it just seeing... like a National Enquirer? <laughs> I remember reading a few months... There are dragons on the moon. <laughs> dragons on the moon. What? <laughs> dragons are on the moon. Unicorns and sea bears are real. Make the freaking like, dragons game. Just gay. like Men in Black, where like the National Enquirer is actually the most accurate <laughs> newspaper. Alien like, stole my husband's skin. Yeah. <laughs> Emperor Victor has several clones. Who <laughs> <laughs> believes that shit? Ridiculous. Tower shrouded in darkness for years. <laughs> Everyone trapped. <laughs> Man walks out of tree after 50 years. <laughs> I read a few months back. In the tea. <laughs> or spreading pheromones to make the freaking cats gay. Sonny's <laughs> 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 girl struck what by have I done? Now has first, first, What have I done? First ever half orc half. <laughs> Tabaxi, I'm hurting you with Page 32. Three effects of black bark. Number two will surprise you. Valis <laughs> is how old? Local millionaire servant man leaves entire estate to scraggly old man. <laughs> scraggly old man who yells from a Local tree. port blown up by several <laughs> By pink-haired bandits. 
When this says <laughs> screams of fuck the revolution echo the air all night. Okay, I'm sorry, Tyler. <laughs> so yeah, she says that she is, she had read an item in the newspaper two months ago in the tea leaves, the local paper. It said that a ship had came back from an expedition. It landed in in um, she looks at the paper again. Have a good night, Mike. Yep. Here's the... What's that? We're doing next. Um, next will be Klauster, I think. Oh. We... Yeah, we're going Klauster next, and then I'll let you know when Star Wars is or whatever. Okay, okay. Bye. 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 Have a good night. Good night. Yeah. <coughs> um, I want to make all these newspaper covers now. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <coughs> okay. Hang on, sorry. Oh, you're okay. It landed on one of the islands of Wazoo Laos. A ship of people had left. And one of the people said they had gone to the moon and back again. The moon? Yes. As in the large glowing chunk of rock in the air? Yes. <clears throat> I've seen a lot of crazy things in my time, but that... Oh, Stoltis Revenant. There are things in this world that even you have not seen. Things that I've only heard in legends, but I believe to be true. Things that go back even to the dawn times. Where I'm from, the moon is actually an egg to birth the next universe, like ours. An egg? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> That's where Esther came from. Stoltis is sitting here thinking if, uh, thinking about maybe he did <coughs> something that had a little, like, psychedelics <laughs> into it. Maybe he ate something he shouldn't have eaten. Okay, moon. Millicent's on the moon. Yes! Millicent's on the moon. They're crazier things. Jabberwock, back me up here. Crazier things have happened. Right? I mean, yeah, crazier things have happened, bud, but... I mean, it explains a lot. I was in a tree. That sounds crazy. Yeah. So does going up to the moon. But what? trees, I can... This, he's gonna... <clears throat> might having a little bit of an existential crisis here. He's gonna walk over and like put his hand on a tree. I can touch a tree. I can't touch the moon. She can touch the moon. She touched the moon, genius. She, she left a moonstone. Weren't you listening? Wasn't, wasn't she an Asgard? Yeah. Is your uh, brain okay, Stalton? Yeah. Okay. Is it melting? She, she was a fallen Asimar. Where do you think she fell from? I don't know. <clears throat> Life was... It... I, 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 wow. Made more sense before you had to think about it? Made more sense before... You oh, fly around in an airship. That's different. Also, she has dragons. She does have dragons. Okay, she's got dragons. I got this. We're good. We're great. Yes? No, I'm just stretching. Oh, okay. I thought you were raising your hand. This isn't crazy. This isn't crazy. This isn't crazy. 
Moon. Great. Moonstone. Up in the temple. Got it. Yes. At the summit of the mountain. Yes. Stoltz is like, there's a lot of things I'll believe after 50 years, but the goddamn moon landing? <laughs> <laughs> no! That's one page of the Inquirer I ain't listening to. It's a fucking it's, hoax by Stanley the Kubrick. The moon is a light in the sky. It's a hole in the veil where the beyond realm shines through. The moon landing was staged by the Victorian yes. government to oh, hide. <laughs> to back the fucking uh, strata empire. I don't know. Oh, good God. Oh, my God. Tyler's gonna kill us all. Yeah, by sticking us on the moon with no oxygen. Do we breathe oxygen? What the fuck do we, Tyler? Is oxygen cannon? (laughs) I don't know who's having the crisis now. What is the chemical makeup of the atmosphere of the world of Esther, Tyler? (laughs) Um, Well, we will answer other questions (laughs) such as that. The next time we meet on the world of Esther. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been one hell of a ride. And we hope to see you next time for Esther. And next week, we will be playing the Claustro Domain. Hosted by Greg Hall. We love you. Oh, I love you too. And I love your story. Yes. I need these stories with those stat. Yes. (laughs) All the story covers. (laughs) (laughs) So, good night and have a... Have a good day wherever...